happen. <laughs> Welcome to Apple Oranges and Apple TV Plus original review show. I'm Paul, and finally, it's happened to me. June's back on the pod with her family. Yeah. Wow. Y'all, I survived the White Lotus. No murders took place while I was at the White Lotus. I got a massage. You didn't sexualize the locals? Nope, didn't sexualize (laughs) the locals. Didn't get hustled by any, uh, you know, sex workers. I'm, um... That that doesn't make two of us. (laughs) 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 A a crazy, uh, (laughs) woman with major emotional problems didn't try to befriend me. I mean, it was nice. You didn't run into Jennifer Coolidge, Jay no, Cool. No, didn't run into Jay Coolidge. Um, I told I told my husband I was like, look, he likes people. Like I don't like he'll he's the guy that will like talk to like people at the bar or whatever or like when we're out. He'll just talk to random people like strangers and stuff. And I'm more like I don't I don't know you and I'm just I don't want to talk to people I don't know. But I told him I like warned him I was like, look, you are like super friendly and you'll talk to anyone. But I swear, guys, you see a very very rich middle aged white lady who seems out of touch and has a lot of emotional problems and is super needy, do not engage in conversation with that person because we will never be rid of that person. Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Don't but do no, it. The, the white, the four seasons in Seattle wow. was super, super nice. It was very, very nice. Um, they, have the, they have a pool and a hot tub that looks out over like the, uh, the harbor. And wow. um, yeah, did it, it rain was, a lot? Um, you know what? It rained the first day, and only for like the afternoon. Um, in fact, the last day, like my last, my last full day there, it was like bright and sunny. Oh, what bad? Did you other- get any good night's sleep in Seattle? You weren't sleepless, oh, were you? There we go. <laughs> you didn't go to the Space Needle though, so I guess one of the features—I don't know how long they made it a feature—but the big Space Needle, there's like the center part rotates. Yeah, and, um, and it's glass on the bottom. Yes, it's fucking cool. Yeah, it, it was cool. Um, and uh, right next to it is um, it's I think it's Chuli. It's this artist who does glass blown like sculptures and stuff. Like he's kind of like there his museum is like right next to it. Yeah, and it's kind of cool. Like we went through the museum before we went to the Space Needle, and so when you're on the Space Needle and you're like like looking down and you know it's going around and if you have that bird's eye view of the museum it's like cool to see the sculptures from that point of view after seeing them like normally so uh no seattle was a lot of fun um i highly recommend it especially this time of year you know and the weather was actually not too cold um <laughs> I, yeah i wasn't the weather was didn't bring any sweater warm. it didn't go no. under 79 degrees i mean it did it did <laughs> however i did have my i had the north face puppy jacket uh, well, I brought the jacket. Fuck. Shut up. Yes, I did. Dude, I brought, like, not, not the warmest oh, one. I brought, I brought the second warmest one. When did you go last week? I'm going to look at the fucking temperatures last week. <laughs> Seattle. And, um, but the, the one thing I will tell people, I, I definitely highly recommend going to Seattle. But I think during the summer, it's probably really, really nice during the summer. Um, but just be warm. Wear comfortable shoes. And, and it is hills. It is yeah, very hilly. hilly. Like, it is just even a couple of blocks like you yes you're going like up but even just a couple of blocks you're you're go- and they're and the hills are pretty steep where like yeah. even coming down like coming back down the way you came can be a little dangerous because it is so steep like I, I 
I could see if you were like really drunk or really clumsy, like you could easily lose your footing, like yeah, walking the, down the hill. Okay, June, what days were you there? I was, we were there last Thursday and I came back Sunday. Uh, oh, okay, okay. It was 57 degrees. Yeah, see, that's cold, you guys. That, that, yeah, that it's is not, no. That is the, that's the second warmest North Face puffy jacket kind of weather. That's like back that's in fucking, the day. That's fucking oh. cargo shorts and a tank top. This is crazy. All used to be that back in the day. It's not anymore, but that's what it used to be. Now it's like seven, like, what was it today? It was like 70 something today. Dude, it was 40 today. 40? It was fucking okay, 40 this I morning and it got up to like 52. Yo, I it was hot today. It was. I still didn't have anything. It was 80. I mean, it was mid 80s today. It's supposed to be in the mid-80s tomorrow. That's fucking heat stroke weather. Tomorrow's 66, but it's also going to rain. So, but 77 today. Oh, thank God it wasn't 66 <laughs> today on the 6. Yikes. Yeah. Six, six, six. <laughs> Bro, I'm almost there. It's 60 to 67 degrees right now, Paul. Yo, I'm calling off of work next week, Friday. Oh. Friday the thirteenth, man. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. I should I should have a, a Jason marathon leading up to it. Thank you for I that. I should just come to school dressed up like Jason. Wait, there. Yeah, you should. Oh, yeah. Oh. You're not your Baghead, if you if you, that's fire me. easy. <laughs> you just have to put a bag over your head for that's the second movie, Jason. Or you could I'm get a like wig and Pennywise. No, somewhere. Did you get that IG reel I sent you, Paul? Of, I um, did. I've seen that before. Uh, so good. <laughs> it's awesome, man, dude. I would, man. I was okay for for two hours. I was living the high life tonight, but not on the high life. We went to there's this bar downtown Milwaukee called Up Down. Yes. And it's an arcade bar, and the whole thing okay. is like '90s and '80s themed. So there's like, That's so cool. Like in huge neon letters, when you come in, it says "Be excellent to each other." No. Mm. And I'm like, oh my god, Bill and Ted, and they got like these. They got four like 80 inch TVs like put together, like side by side, and like on top and whatever. And they play '90s to 2000s wrestling pay per views all night. Oh, that's okay. hilarious! And they have they have this uh they have this uh contract with a food truck, one of the best pizza food trucks in Milwaukee that comes in and just makes slices of pizza. And on Fridays, they're two dollars a night. Wow! I was living my life, but then the temptation got too big, where I just kind of just I didn't even say goodbye to anybody. Bless. I just walked right out and got in an Uber. Bounced smart. Like, I was so jittery. Like, I texted you guys, like, all right, guys, it's time to record. And I'm like, fucking hour and a half. Jeez. <laughs> like, you fucking dumb, dumb. Because <laughs> I kept ordering ginger ale. And then, like, just, just like, instinctively, I'm like, oh, man, I need to put some Jameson in this. Like, oh, time to go. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Out of there. <laughs> uh, so, June, going back to you saying you're not a big fan of talking to other people, I think you should be a little happy you didn't join us. For our uh, experiment last week, well, I, mean, I got to talk with Pete. It got a little. It got. It got a little weird. Well, that we just have to be a little bit more specific about the rules next time. That's all. Yeah, Brooke. Brooke. Yeah, Brooke. Brooke. Brooke you know what? Brooke the Brooke needed to laugh. 
Yeah, I mean, like, and the, man, did she get a lot of laughter out? Good, good, good. I'm glad. Yeah, that was wild. We had some, we had some really fun tangents that we went down with. Uh, yeah, when the June is away, the fucking rats <laughs> will play. <laughs> yeah, seriously, all bets are off. And Anything then, and then, happen. um. Oh, uh, before we get into everything, since since we do cover a streaming format, uh, today Nielsen announced that there is a new champion of streaming shows. Oh, shit. Been number one for, for almost three months. It's got 2.86 billion minutes viewed and downloaded. Wow. What is it? It suits, baby. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> It's so fucking, kidding. you know, we're talking about, hang on, I got it. I first before? Um, um, Ozark. Okay. And then Stranger Things. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, I want to know if June, I like, like I know it, but like, I, I don't even call this a banger, but this is just something you need. You need to listen to the lyrics because it makes no sense. the show or is it like an existing song like like no it, it seems like it was made for the show is is what i'm gathering is what oh. all the evidence it's nonsensical i don't understand i don't know what it is i think they just like the melody the beat and the melody and like when i listen to it now all i hear is him breathing like taking deep gasps <laughs> like <gasps> like dude what and he's talking about a bean pie he'll eat a bean pie he don't mind <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, no. Did you actually look up the words to that? Yeah, it's crazy. It's like me and Missy so busy, busy making money. Step back, I'm about to dance the greenback boogie. You making money? Those lyrics, (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. In our suits. (laughs) In our suits. In our our suits. suits. I was so happy. I got mentioned, like a friend of the show, Jake put me on to one of his favorite podcasters, Rob Centerfino. And he does it. He was a survivor contestant or maybe a winner. I don't know. But they have been doing a daily watch along or like a daily recap. So they're covering it every, like every day. There's a new episode. It is. It's so funny how like, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it was something where, Maybe it wasn't readily available. Like, I know it was a USA show originally, so really, like, you could all, probably only watch it. Like, I don't think it was streaming well, really anywhere. Other well, than Peacock, that, Peacock came out and said, just remember, we've had all nine seasons on our streaming service since we came Peacock out. is gonna, like, okay, Peacock, thanks. Calm down, Peacock. goes down. There will be no Peacock, I, I, in, I would say... <laughs> I would say by, the, by 2025, <laughs> by 2025, I don't think we're going to have a Peacock streaming service anymore. Yeah, it, maybe not. but I got I got so fucking excited because they so June, you know, this like, uh, you know, lawyers, big time lawyers have like junior associates. Mm-hmm. 
Like, so they call their listeners junior associates. Uh, <laughs> and I commented, funny. I comment, I, I, I made an observation on, and I put it on their Facebook page and he's like, junior associate, Paul Hart writes in. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you got mentioned. I'm a junior nice. associate. You made it. <laughs> I'm going to like, I already, I already feel like I've been going on one hour of sleep the whole week. So I feel like I'm on par with a junior associate. <laughs> One of my coworkers, I think, had been a longtime fan. And so, like, he was, he, he made a, I, I didn't hear all of it, but like, he said something, like, some other people have watched the show too. So, like, they made a Donna joke. And I was like, I, I actually, I turned around, I was like, are you guys talking about suits? Donna? <laughs> you. Yeah, I wouldn't even know Donna was a character, except you talk about Donna all the time. And I was like, no, I was like, I've never seen the show. I was like, but one of my friends became, is one of the people that became obsessed with it. You know like, why you knew that, June? Because you're Donna. Because I'm Donna. Because yeah. you're Donna. No, I found something fucking crazy out, and I looked it up. Um, in Milwaukee, Marquette University is the only university in the country that allows you to become a lawyer without passing the bar. Huh. Without taking the LSAT, you mean? The, because, no, I think... Um, Passing the bar is like you've already gone to law school. You you have a uh, law degree, but you have to pass the bar to like be to be authorized to practice in your state. Like that's the big thing. Like when you graduate from law school, like then that following like the year that you graduate, you basically spend like all summer cramming for this insanely. And depending on the state you're in, like California's is oh like the um, most difficult one. It's like a cup. I think it's like a couple of days. Back in the day, you had to write. Every like, and I think now you can write it. If you type it, you get a basically like one of those like dummy laptops where it's just like the word processor app, and that's it. And there's no yeah. spell Ma check, nothing. Marquette yeah. University is the only university university in the country that has diploma privilege, which allows our graduates to secure a license to practice law oh. in, in Wisconsin without yeah. taking a bar exam. Damn. So if you don't go to Mark, so but that so that so only going to Marquette. What's the state law? The state Maybe law. I don't have a Donna to look that up for me. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah, I wanted to say like because that happens like with massage therapy, like you have to have a license to practice massage therapy, and like some states have different like hourly thing. I don't think anybody doesn't require. The licensing exam anymore but it used to be like that but it was like well great like this school doesn't require the licensing exam but you still can't practice in the state of pennsylvania without one so it's like what's the point of not but if that, you, you know what i mean i think marquette though like so it's not that like you can go to any school any law school and practice in wisconsin without a bar license i think it's just specifically going to marquette maybe that it may be the state bar the I mean, I'm guessing the Wisconsin State Bar has some sort of agreement with Marquette yeah, University. And you, you know, being in law, you think, right? <laughs> like, I mean, which pisses me off. It seems like they got they kind of go lean on the lawyers, but Wisconsin has one of the toughest ways to become a teacher. It's so tough that I could move to any state and I really only have to do like a 30 minute blah, blah, blah to be like, oh, okay, you watch this video, but you've done everything else enough. You studied all this shit. Okay, You're pretty much good to go here. But if you come to Wisconsin, you pretty much got to go to fucking college again, be a teacher. 
<laughs> oh, like to get the licensing requirement, like to meet the licensing requirements in uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. So like if I move to like Minnesota or like Washington, it's going to take me maybe like at the most like a semester of school. But if you come from one of those states, you're pretty much starting at the beginning. That's crazy. Fucking nuts. But hey, they're just like, you know what? You're Mike Ross. You can be a fucking lawyer. Here you go. Pick up your law degree at Dunkin' fucking Donuts. (laughs) The funny thing, though, is lawyers are, I mean, they're they're having our time finding jobs for, um, you know, like it's not the best time to be an attorney right now, like especially a young one, because like I'm a paralegal, but like I can do the work of a junior associate. But you don't have to pay me, and I, I, I'm fine that I don't get paid as much as junior. Oh associates, my god! I don't make have it sparkle, a, June. <laughs> Although, doesn't she have the job because her dad like owns a law firm or something? No, no, that is false, June. You're putting okay, it false. She hid the fact that she was her father's daughter for eight years. Whoa. She did not oh, want to use that so name. So she got that job on her own merit. She got it on her own fucking okay. merit, dude. Oh, don't get twisted. Do not be <laughs> smirched the goddamn name of Rachel Purple. Zane, okay? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, my apologies. No, she's um, uh, God. You know, I've, I've I've rewatched it now, probably like the twentieth time, and I I hate I hate her and her fucking boyfriend the fake lawyer that i think we're supposed to love i can't fucking stand them they're little whiny babies yeah for the course and all he wants to do is do pro bono cases for like this malt leg and he gets pissed he's like i want to pick up this pro bono case and harvey's like is it one of our billables because blah 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 and he's like but harvey it's like no dude you're at a corporate law firm like kind of go work for legal aid pools. or go work for a nonprofit. Like, well, he goes to work for a clinic and then he realizes that they all have bad lawyers. So he goes back to the corporate. <laughs> well, yeah, because you know what? Those <laughs> clinics, those legal aid places, even like, you know, like I, I know so many like lawyers who they, cause they want to do good. They go, they'll go work for, you know, child protective services or something like that. Right. But like the, you don't have resources. No like man. It's a big deal. Like if you want to print like more than two pages, it's like, whoa, hang on there. Like money pants, like you know, money bags. What you doing? Spending all that. I mean, it's bad. There's like, literally an episode where they're in mid conversation. The lights to the legal clinic get shut. Oh, off. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> those places like you. <laughs> I mean, that's another thing too. Like, I mean, you. There, I mean, there, there's a, there's a, I mean, there is a reason why, like, if you work in private, like, like in suits, those private law, like my husband used to work at a law firm, like a big law firm like that. And yeah, you're making good money, except you're working 80 fucking hours a week. Like you're never not, but you're never not working. Like you're constantly, even on vacation, right? Like you can't help, but like you check your email and you'll respond to a couple emails. Now granted, you get to bill for that. Like you get to bill the client for that, but you're just, you're, you're not, you're not making like I mean yeah you're making a ton of money but you don't have constantly life. working yeah you don't really have a life and um like I know like that's why like people who practice who work in private practice for a while like like my husband he ended up going to get a full t- he got a full time job at you know the college doing paralegal studies because it's not yeah he's not getting like paid the big firm like bucks there but yeah he gets an actual life. Like, that's why some people like going to work for corporate counsel, like going in-house, because 
you're, you don't, you don't have to work. You, like your, your job as an attorney is different. Like you're not the one going to court and having to draft the briefs and all that stuff and prepared like for hearings and deposition. Like you're not doing that. Oh man, I know all about in-house counsel. The, the in-house counsel they hired, they found out she was a sex worker and was sleeping with people to gain oh, God. privilege Uh-oh. information. It became this whole mm. two episode arc thing. Wow. Um, but yeah, no, Harvey Specter, he knows everything there is to know about law, but he knows nothing about love. Oh, <laughs> that's the hook. June, I want you to watch this show because I love how you have like such a legal lens on almost everything we watch. I need to see it get broken on this show. No, I think what will happen to my brain will get broken. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be there to nurse you back. I'll get okay. You back. You'll, just, you'll, you'll get the Gorilla Glue and just piece it. Yeah, the same way I did mine. Okay. But that makes me optimistic. There you go. Optimistic. All right. We're optimistic about lots of things. I'm trying to find a way to take optimism to the produce section. And I'm I'm coming up short, guys. (laughs) I'm fucking up. Jess, I'm fucking up. Oh no. Oh man, dude. Yeah, this oh it's it's been a week. Oh. I get to go car shopping tomorrow. Yay. Yay. Well, I lost the daddy-daughter dance. Boo. <laughs> All right, let's see here. We're going we're, we're gonna to head into the produce section. Oh, come on. You know, if I had a Donna, this would fucking happen. <laughs> Welcome to the Apple to Oranges produce section. You will hear a breakdown of the newest trailers. What's coming soon and the top 10 for the week. In the produce section, everything is fresh and ready to be picked. You know, I guess I'm going to show a little bit of bias. Uh, So, June, we did two episodes when you were away. We did like a fuck around episode where Brooke and pretty much anybody who wanted to come in could come in. (laughs) But... (laughs) The next day we did, we did a, it was pretty much a produce section only episode. And we talked about, I didn't put it on because I guess this is the bias. I thought I, I was a little bit excited for the movie fingernails, but then the preview came out. Yeah. I didn't and, watch that. Oh, Jenna, I think it looks fucking stupid. Well, I just, <laughs> just, just, or you guys described, like you guys told, like did the little plot synopsis a couple weeks ago. And I think I was just like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, nope. Nope, don't care. No, it's like anymore. a Hallmark it, it, rom com. I was just gonna say it has not. It's not sci fi at all. It's like it is a rom com. I don't it know the so name. It's like what if me. your destined love is not really all it's cracked uh, up to be? I don't know. <laughs> like, that's Fingernails, what it is. Like I just. It, it I don't all. Know, the title shows me. Bleh. I don't think they're gonna show anything. it. No, they just they put your like finger in a thing and then. Like in a microwave, and then like you have a bandage on your entire finger, and that's it. I don't, I don't know. Because the poster looked cool. The poster was like sci-fi. Like that was cool. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like I could, I could get down with like a weird like take on love by like. Oh, like, like my girl was be a lighthearted family romp, but no, it's not death. Yeah, no, this is a good, this is, this is fucking, yeah, no, the trailer, Hallmark bullshit, looks very by the numbers, it looks stupid as fuck, (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow. It you gives were, me swan song bullshit. You were last week. I mean, you weren't positive on last week, but you weren't like, God, I this fucking No, movie. I fucking hate it, dude. If this was like a fucking person, I'd punch in the face. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't know how they're going to make this any, like, stand out in any way aside from the fingernail gimmick, I guess. No, and it's got it's got everybody's golden boy right now, a fucking Mr. Bear. <laughs> yeah, you really turned on him too, huh? Oh my god, but he's got a he's gonna be his his movie with Zach Efron coming out in twenty twenty four is gonna be the most depressing fucking movie what is of it? the goddamn year. It's called The Iron Claw. And like it's it it's a biography about um, this pro wrestling family called the Von Erics. Okay. And it is the most tragic story in all of wrestling. Oh. Like, sad. they're all dead. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. Like, it's terrible. It's fucking terrible. Like, why would you put this in a movie? Like, there's nothing redeeming about their story at all. Uh, um, I don't know, Paul. It's a war. I don't know either, man. If this is a movie, <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't think I, I, if this movie was a person, I'd probably shake its hand and be like, hey, man, you, you're brave. <laughs> you're brave for being made. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, I guess. Well, I'm silly tonight. <laughs> a little punchy. I'm, I'm punch drunk without the drunk. Oh, oh hey. <laughs> there we go. Happens. It happens. It happens. It, it was the it was the first big test in eight months today. Yeah, and, and I'm yes. and I'm very you. happy I got through Woo. it. But dude, yeah, probably hard. I swear to God, the Jameson bottle was singing to me like "Hello, darkness, my old friend." Oh, no. <laughs> I'm it's like, like in a cartoon where everybody's bodies is just like a bottle, <laughs> dude, and like. Like, because I've had to take Uber quite a bit this week because my car decided to off itself. Like, Uber has done something with, like, its privacy. So, yeah. like, you got to, like, give your, your driver a PIN number. They'll be like, hey, what's the number your app gave you? And you give it to them. And, and they type oh, it. Oh, okay. Like, we're we used Uber all last weekend, and we didn't get any of that. Oh, this was, like, brand new a couple days ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, that. But yeah, definitely, because I we don't... I mean, unless we were that drunk. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that's a feature that, like, the driver has to turn. Like, you know how, like, Venmo, like, you can turn on that feature where it's, like, you, you give them the last four digits of your number? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you don't have to set it that way? Yeah, but, like, it's it's a new PIN number every time. Mm -hmm. And then they also added this thing where you have a trusted contact that if you Oops. want, you can alert that's them actually, that you're like in an that. Uber. It's that's really good, but good. I forgot I did that. I forgot, like, I put a trusted contact in. Uh-oh. And it was like, hey, do you want to share a ride? I thought it said, do you want to share a ride with Amanda? Uh-oh. And I was like, oh, if it's going to help me, like, save some fair money, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, I get a text from my ex ex-wife, like, oh, my God, you're leaving a bar. Are you okay? I'm like, oh, oh no. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not getting accosted by my my Uber driver. I'm fine. 
No, but how so? Like, man, dude, like, like Jess, you were kind of there for like ground zero with Amanda and I to go from where we were to like seeing if I'm okay. That's but pretty see, fucking. That's like, yeah, that's this. You're having just like a good week, dude. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I did. I did. I did. I got a little. I got a little fucking aggravated with the car. Yeah, that's but, it. Oh my god, dude! Because the guy had it for like a week, and everything seemed to be fine. And then he's like, "I actually took it for a test drive, and it pretty much started on fire again." I'm like, "Cool." Oh Jesus! Fucking awesome! Like, great. Like, great, 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 great. Called talking heads burning down the house. I know, right? Um, but yeah, so so we're in the produce section. So June, yeah, I fuck fingernails. It's fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm still gonna watch it though, because I really want to see like if it if it really is as bad as we think it's gonna be. It reminds me of Swan Song. I know how much June enjoyed that movie, but like, it looked like like the trailer looked. Like it was gonna be like a sci-fi, like thriller type of thing. Yeah. This one doesn't. This one just seems like it's gonna not be. Yeah. At all. Still mad as I'm still mad at the poster though, because the poster does (laughs) kind of fucking. If that poster was a person, I'd kick it in the nuts. (laughs) Fucking (laughs) kill you, poster. Don't lie to me. (laughs) You son of a bitch. (laughs) I thought you were something else. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you lied to me. You're the Mike Ross of posters. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, but on the opposite end, June, I think Jess was probably like, ooh, Paul, if this preview was a person, you would need to get a room with it. And that's the Argyle trailer. Yeah. Holy fuck! That that right now is my anticipated movie of the year, and it's coming to Apple. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Where like <laughs> you sent me the trailer link to that, and I was like, "Why is he sending me this?" Because when I like that logo pops up for like point zero five seconds, and then it's gone, and I missed it the first time. I was like, "What the fuck? Like, why are we? What? I mean, like, I want to see this. This is great, but like, why are we talking about this on our Apple show?" And June, like, what a cast, right? Like it's got yeah, Catherine no, it, O'Hara, which I said the very first time I ever. Played. <laughs> hey, there's nothing. Hey, Catherine Keener's also an amazing actress, and I love her. I haven't seen her in anything recently, but um, no, it's very sad. Cast got, got John Cena, uh, Henry Cavill, Samuel Jackson, Sam Rockwell, Bryce Dallas Howard. I mean, this is. Um, what did you think of the rug pull in the trailer? Of like, oh, no. oh shit, this looks like a fucking James Bond type of movie. But wait, this is all fake. It's kind of like, um, <laughs> but no, it's, it's a, I mean, again, I now I have never seen any of the Kingsman movies except I li- just found out like not too long ago that Pedro Pascal is in one of them. Yeah, so yes. I'm gonna oh, there watch goes June. It's not that good of a one. It's it's not that great. Yeah, he makes a lot of bad movies. Oh, June just got a lot of good ones, but a lot of bad ones. Pedro. Okay, so, I'm so gonna have to watch wait. So does that mean you're gonna watch uh, what was it, Lava Girl and Shark Boy or whatever the fuck that was? Yeah, you're gonna go watch that. I will, June. Fast, I will fast forward to the part that he's in, but doesn't he have like a big part in um, the Kingsman movie though? Right, he's like the bad guy or whatever. No, uh, well, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. He, he's he's like the United States role. version of the Kingsman, and they have to like work together. 
like this. So he's got a pretty big part. So I think in that Shark Boy Lava Girl movie, isn't he? He's only got like a small. Like it's not like the whole movie, right? I don't know. I don't know, June. You gonna go no, watch Wonder Woman '84 again? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, he was actually like that one. He. I think he looks better. He looks better. He doesn't. I, I think he looks better with facial hair. He's one of those people that like the clean shaven look is not like it's, he looks better with some scruff. Um, I'm one of those of, people. I look like fucking Uncle Fester. When you I are one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I think his hair was like, and I get that. I get what they were doing, right? Like it's kind of like Donald Trumpian, like '80s mo- like business mogul thing. But like the wig was not good either. Oh, you're going to watch that movie with him and Matt Damon called The Great Wall, where Matt Damon plays, like, the guy that built The Great Wall, the like, oh, yeah, dragons. Oh, I've never watched it, but, like, <laughs> oh, he's in that. Yeah, he's got top billing. What? Shit. I'm going to watch that, too, now. Oh, oh, she's got a whole oh but that. Suits is... <laughs> hey, if Pedro Pascal is in Suits, I'd watch Suits. You gotta watch that one episode. Well, of June, Buffy. I got some news for you. He's he's not. He's not. No, so. you can watch that one episode of Buffy. That of Buffy? Did. Yeah. College. The, the, the it's one, one of the ones where she's at college. One where suddenly the college vampires, like the or the vampires in the college town are like way stronger than the vampires that were in like the high school town. I'm like, that makes no sense. But okay, let's go. Yeah. Oh okay. shit, dude. He was in Nurse Jackie. He no, he he was in a lot of stuff. Like he was in Touched by an Angel. <laughs> no. he was, he was, before before Game of Thrones, I think he was sort of he was a character actor. You know, I think before Game of Thrones, he was I think he was like that guy in that thing. I you feel like my like first introduction was Narcos. Huh? My Narcos first introduction after. to him was Narcos, oh. but that was See, after. So that Game that came after Game of Thrones is what made him a known name because I, of that I, that iconic of scene thing. of his head getting the popping of the head by the mountain. I mean, I guess Buffy was actually the first thing I ever saw him. It had to be. I, wa- I watched that show when it aired, so... Yeah, yeah, so that was probably the first thing I ever saw him, and he's been, he, he, he's been working a lot. He just, what? I think he was sort of a, a, he was a background, you know, character actor, then he did Game of Thrones, and then... I think he was just getting, like, booking everything he could book until he broke big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so kind of like the opposite of Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Yeah, but she's in a movie with him. The movie's fucking awesome. I love that movie. Man, I got so mad. Like, we have this thing that, like, our admin sends out to us weekly. They make, like, a weekly, like, kind of, like, here's what's happening in the week to come. These are the assessments. Blah, blah, blah. And they do it through this thing called, like, S'more, where it kind of makes, like, a newsletter type thing. And they put a fucking meme on the top of it that said, like, if Nicolas Cage can still get work, you guys can too. I'm like, first off, I don't know what that means. Oh. I have a job. But, like, you're coming <laughs> after Nick Cage? Yeah, that's someone who does not know pop culture but wanted to throw a pop culture. You know those people, right? We've all known those people who, like, they try to make a pop culture joke, but you're like, you have, you don't, you know nothing about pop culture, right? It was so funny to watch all yeah. of them throw each other under the bus. I went up to, like, somebody. I'm like, I, I'm taking umbrage with you. Like, you fucking came after my boy. And they're like, I didn't put that in there. That wasn't uh, me. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. How dare you? You go watch fucking The Rock. 
from 97 and you fucking make that meme now, you son of a bitch. Or what's the, um, <laughs> what's the one with the plane? Con Air. Con Air. Why didn't you put the bunny back in the box? <laughs> <laughs> didn't that come out at the same time as Air Force One and everyone kept getting it confused? Yeah. Go like, Is that the word. one? Is- is that the one where Harrison Ford's president or something? Or is that yeah, the one? Yeah, Goldman's the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking A, man. What a time to be alive in the theaters that year. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a time to be alive in the 90s. Like For real. I got to relive the 90s today. They literally had a TV that was just playing trailers of movies that came out in the 90s. Oh, my gosh. I was like, what is this place? If that bar was a person, Jess, I would kiss it. <laughs> It is so funny, though. It's like none of those shows, like not, I would say about a quarter of the content that came out in the 90s and like early 2000s would not, like there would be adjustments made to some of those scripts. So, oh, yeah. Or to some of the uh, stylistic choices, right? Like. Well, shit, they could do that to Suits, and that came out, like, fucking, that ended, like, three years ago. Yeah, but, like, yeah, I mean, it's just, um, I think there's been an overcorrection, in my opinion. I do think, like, yes, obviously, you need to be sensitive, and I think there were times where pop culture was, and I I think a lot of it just wasn't maliciousness, but it was just ignorance, right? Like, not understanding that what you're doing can be hurtful to people, um, and you know, those are good lessons to learn. I think those are good things to now keep in mind. But I think every, sometimes I think there's maybe like an overcorrection of like making sure. So then like, you're, so then I think you're kind of losing some of the edge from that stuff that came out like in the 90s and the 2000s. Yeah, like that commercial I was telling you, Jess, I don't know if I showed you, but it's like people making fun of a guy in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. What? And what was this? His friend, like, stands up for him. He's like, no, man, he's my friend. Like, let's roll. And then the voiceover is like, people who make fun of people with disabilities are the R word. But they don't say R word. They say the actual word. Yeah, they do. That was a a real commercial. No, like, you know, so the Venture Brothers finished, like, out with the the movie because they didn't – Fucking Warner Brothers. You okay, um, June, about that? No, I'm not okay about it. (laughs) They really should have gotten a last season, or at least two more. You know what? The show could have gone forever. And the way they ended it was like, it was kind of the perfect where, as a finale, like if this is where the story stops, great. But if they in some way decided to do like a follow-up sequel or like do like a limited like kind of revival it wouldn't be, they wouldn't have to backtrack at all. Like it, it was, it actually was kind of like the, that, that's how it was like the perfect ending. But anyway, like I've been going back and doing my rewatch of it. And that show that, that pilot season was in 2000. The pilot came out in 2003 and then the show began airing on Adult Swim, I think in two, that spring of 2004. And like, they throw the R word around like in those early seasons. Yeah. Like maybe not a lot, but it was like, I remember like, doing my rewatch like picking up on it every time they used it which it sounds like they were using it all the time and they don't i do think it was used sparingly but the fact that it was used at all i was like it you definitely take notice of it and you're like whoa or, and, and there, it wasn't a lot of either but every once in a while you have that sort of like you're gay jokes or like that's so gay you know and it, I, like you take note of it now yeah you're like oof that's 
I'm I'm sorry that show was done for you. I'm sorry that show was done for you, June. That Warner Brothers, fucking David Zasloff. If he was if he was a person with actual emotion and empathy, I'd I'd break his pinky finger, June. I mean, y'all know that's why, like. When they remember when they changed the, when they launched or they when they revamped the so HBO Max was the app right and then like what was it in the was it May like the day like it was like a Wednesday in May right where um like your HBO Max app is getting updated and now it's just Max yeah when's Peacock uh, gonna do that when are they gonna drop the first part of that? are they just gonna call it cock. I yeah, we're the cock. We're just going to go the opposite. You thought we're going to go cock. We're actually just going to go pee. We're just pee. We're, we're number do... one, like pee. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a desperate, um, we really thought that we could do, or like, you know, like NBC Universal going, we really thought that we could pull up our own streaming service, and clearly we can. Is there a last ditch effort for people to like maybe subscribe because it's funny because the app name is funny no apparently david zaslaw so they decided or my husband was kind of like the hbo part is what draws me to it well and and i get this but i think it's just i feel like it's just a douchey way of like putting it it's like hbo he thought was too pretentious because it's like because he was because he was head of discover discovery bought warner brothers so he as the ceo of like and we're chairman of discovery is now head of the warner brothers stuff too and you know the discovery stuff it's all reality shows right like they that, that's where food network animal planet Go discovery a and e a and e hgtv like so it's like they have all of those shows like dr pimple popper and um like the property brothers and they have like all the food networks like all the iron chefs and the whatever all the food now like like so Irish that, chef 7-eleven <laughs> so, that's I think, so cool. that should like, be cool he, it's like he's sort of like the, the the general masses like they they would be he's like they would be turned off and i feel like they would yeah they wouldn't subscribe like the, our normal viewing audience that watches linear television right that watches linear television for our reality shows and whatever the HBO part is going to turn them off of it. And so it's like to make clear, like this isn't just HBO. Like we're not just high prestige drama and like tits and violence and whatever. (laughs) Like it. No, see, like with me, like when I, when I hear the word max, I think like to the max. So when I see like just max, I'm like, yeah, adrenaline. Base jumping. well, it reminds him of Cinemax. You know, like, I guess Warner Brothers bought Cinemax, right? And so, but John was like, if they are like, if if the execs at Warner Brothers Discovery, if they're like worried about HBO sort of like evoking this more like racy, raunchy, or, you know, like adult themed, you know, content, he's like, I mean, Max, like that was softcore porn. So like, how do you say it's a bad like, thing like yeah. you're but he's like you're emphasizing like you're like the mac where is like you're like that reminds me of cinemax which my first thought of cinemax is like softcore porn yeah i just think of like max like let's take it to the max dude. let's, let's go pop the fucking max. bank but then i get to hbo that's max it. and it's like oh here's a compelling movie about school shooting trauma i'm like oh man that's not to the max <laughs> <laughs> that's not to the max at all 
This is to the minimum. It's depressing to the max. <laughs> not, and I don't like the interface of it, by the way. I don't like how it... I, I don't like it. No, they're not oh, using it to the max. Oh, now they have... Well, guess what? You guys know that they have CNN... Wait! They have live CNN now Wait. On, on Mac. Yes! God, you, know, they have, you know what they also have, though? They have the... They just... Jake told me about this, and I hate him for this because it's very addicting. But they have this show um, from the UK that has, like, there's, like, five seasons of it, I think. And it's a dating show called Naked Attraction, where oh, the whole gimmick. in the new thing. Yeah, it, that's popped yeah, up yeah, in the menu. Yeah, it's two people. So every episode's, like, about 40 minutes or so. It's two people. Um, they do the they, they do them separately. And you have to choose, but like, they, basically they have the person... And then they have all the the contestants that they're choosing from. It's like a blind date or whatever. And um, they start from the bottom. So you (laughs) see all the the genitals first. And then they get rid of a person. Then you see the middle. Then they get rid of a person. Then you see the face. And then they get rid of a person. Then you talk to them, I think. And then, like, when you get down to two, then the person who's picking has to get naked. And then they pick from there. Like, it's the greatest show I've ever seen. It's, like, fully frontal, fully everything. You see everything. You see everything? Yes. Oh, it is to the max. Wow. It is maxed out. It is fucking maxed out. It is a British show. Fucking Maxed out and maxed out. And it's so crazy because, like, the, the host, too, she's, like, she'll, like, especially like with the women i haven't i haven't um they've had a lesbian on and they've had a bisexual person on um a bisexual woman but they've never they haven't had a gay guy yet so i i haven't i haven't experienced that but like with the women who are into men like she's (laughs) she'll just go like what do you think about she'll be like which which willy are you drawn to what do you think about this one and you just like fucking talk about it. It's so fucking crazy. See, this is why like the UK doesn't make sense to me. So like they <laughs> they can like the stuff that they're like, yeah, we're totally fine. Yeah, Nana. This. But you know what they you know what like you can't air in the UK is like you can't air footage of sessions of parliament. So like John Oliver, when he shows them like on his like last uh, like last week tonight's show, the version that gets sent that they air in the UK though, they have to substitute whenever they show footage of because you can't air apparently you can't air sessions of parliament in the uk so then what john oliver does is he picks something really stupid or absurd or whatever like as the filler like for the uk version of his show where they can't show those par like parliament sessions it's actually it's like a funny bit for it, it's, it's a pretty funny bit but he's because he's like because he'll be like yeah this is what they'll see in the uk yeah, instead of the session, it is something really funny. But yes, but it's funny. Like yeah, but this yeah. like this 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 competition show. They're like, oh, we're fine with that. But no, yeah, it's not even. It's, yeah, it's so weird because it's not even. It's like not even a competition show. It's like it like literally is like um, like if you've ever what what was that show called um, Love Connection I think where it was like or the dating game where it's like three people. I mean, this is like five or six people. And so then, like you just, they just go through that, and then at the end, they they go on a the the person that she chooses, they go on a date, and then they have like a little thing. Are they that's, naked during the date? No, no, oh, they're okay. clothed. So oh, then, 
but like <laughs> but then but then they'll they'll do like the little like follow-up it'll be like oh one, one month later they'll do like a little like exit interview and the one that i watched the other day like the guy showed up and the girl didn't show up oh no and there was like this awkward like minute of them like like i don't know if they were like she just didn't tell them that they weren't going to show up and then i guess maybe like they finally got a hold of her or something and they're like yeah she's not coming <laughs> Oh, that's and he was like, uh. <laughs> and America does a fucking. They take that concept a little crazy too. Or like, hey, you know what? We're gonna take a couple. We're gonna put them like in the Alaskan frontier with barely enough to survive, and they're naked gonna be and naked, <laughs> like, naked damn. and afraid. Have you ever watched that one? That that's I have. The survival. That's those fucking nuts. <laughs> Literally. I've never seen the in Alaska, but it's always like a jungle, and like you know, you'll have somebody cop out. Or not cop out because I'm sure it's like super hard. But like if you can't figure out how to get food, you're like I gotta, yeah, I gotta go hold. Like some people get diseases from that. Shells <laughs> flying up in your urethra. Fuck that. Yeah. I've only seen a Saturday Night Live parody of that one. Oh, uh, I used to get. I don't watch live TV very much, um, <clears throat> but I used to get like caught in blocks of that. That and like say yes to the dress. Oh God! <laughs> Four weddings. Ugh. Fuck that shit. June, when you're talking about the parliament. It's just buying the dress, Paul. No, there was a show called Four Weddings. Oh. Where like where like four brides would go to each other's wedding. Or F O R. That's what I thought you were saying. No, 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 no. Another fucking four weddings. But June, when you're talking about Parliament, everything I know about Parliament, I learned from the movie King Ralph. Oh. With John Goodman, yeah. that Apple make that a fucking remake. That we need that classic back. Oh, I need to make a plea with Apple. Fucking my favorite show of the year, along with like every other show at Stars, got canceled. Oh, what show? The Heels. Oh. And they're looking for a new streaming service. Like they don't want to end. They're like, hey, somebody pick us up. Well, so, well that's good that they still have the right to do Apple. it. So Apple, uh, fucking get going, God get damn on it! it. Well, we talked about that. Apple, I don't think I've ever seen them like pick up an existing series from somewhere else and continue it. Charlie Brown, Snoopy. Oh. Well, okay, no, I think that was <laughs> Charlie Brown. Dude, that's right out of the gate. New one. Yeah. Not like they, I don't think they've ever taken a canceled show, <laughs> another production <laughs> company, and was like. And then just, like, oh, wait, that was a book. Sorry. Like Netflix did that a <laughs> oh, lot with, with a bunch of stuff. Like a bunch of the network shows. Right? Didn't Netflix pick up a bunch of network like stuff like shows uh, like on ABC or yeah, like ABC Fox and stuff. And like Rest when those when the networks canceled them, they got picked up and uh and then didn't Bezos do the same with a sci-fi show, like from the sci-fi channel? Hulu picked up Futurama. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think Bezos. Well, Futurama bounced. Futurama went through. Several hands. Futurama started at Fox. Then yeah, Futurama's got an STD. Oh. And they love how they joke about it. Actually, I, I started watching the newest the the new season that came out this year, and the first episode. I do love how it is just meta, meta, meta references about the show itself, and like how absurd how many times it's been canceled, and like just how many different people. Because it started off at Fox, and then it went to Warner Brothers. No. Maybe Turner. Yeah. I think it went to Turner because it was on Adult Swim. And then Turner's Comedy Central took it 
And Comedy Central was the one that made like the new episode in like 2010. And oh. now it's um, at Hulu. So it's just, it's, it's funny about that. But yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think Apple, as far as I know, I don't think it's taken any of those like canceled shows and then like just continued it. I don't know. They could have three. So. We just wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I think all their stuff has been original. They picked up Mash. We just haven't known it. It's been playing. <laughs> <laughs> What's interesting about Apple, though, and I've heard like people when people talk about like when I listen to podcasts of you know these entertainment media journalists and stuff. Like one of the things they say about Apple, and they're like maybe, and, and I guess the one criticism about it though is there's no identity. Like what. Like, what kind of streaming, like, what do you want to be known for? And, like, it seems like maybe they're trying to lean into, I think we've talked about this, too, like, or maybe they're, they're trying to go into the fantasy sci-fi thing. Like, do they feel like that's where their specialty is? No, they want to be like James McAvoy from Split. This is going to be <laughs> fucking everything. They yeah. Don't, they don't. But uh, June, so Argyle trailer, I gave, I gave it a juicy. Yeah. Me too. Dude, I have been, I have been on a fucking quest, June, because of that goddamn Suspicious Minds cover or, or yeah. remix. That I think that when I think of it, I think that's what sold me on it. It is just that fucking song, especially this particular part where they're like June. Those fucking yep. trumpets. I'm in, man. I'm gonna go see this. I'm that's, gonna see this in the theater. That's yeah, how it's gonna be on Apple Music too. I, unlike the the Moonflower, whatever fucking four hour long epic that oh. Scorsese, I'm not going to see that in the theater. I am I don't not. Know if I want to watch that. Not, I was just no, gonna say, okay. I'm gonna watch we're it. Gonna it's gonna be the most depressing thing ever. Fuck that, no. Y'all, we're gonna have to because it's no, it's gonna be the big it's gonna be the big Oscar like nominee and stuff. It's just sort of like. We don't have to. I mean, we can you're do gonna, it. Me, you're going to owe me if I watch that, June. I just feel um, like it's one of those. Gonna... Crazy. You got Leo. I heard that sigh. It's a big, <laughs> and it's a big Oscar contender. I mean, it's kind of like if we didn't talk about Ted Lasso, the third Ted Lasso. We were like, yeah, fuck that. We're not going to talk well, about I'm that. Well, I'm glad we did because that third season was a goddamn masterpiece. No, it was not. And I know you know that, Paul. I enjoy it. I thought I loved it, but it is not a masterpiece, and you know that. To me, it is. As compared to season one, <laughs> I like it all together. Okay. I like it all as you know. If Ted Lasso was a human person, I would make love to it. All three seasons, all three parts. <laughs> oh. yeah. I'd I'd go to third base and then be like, yeah. What kind of person am I? <laughs> huh? Well. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, June. What am I doing? <laughs> I, I, I've been a couple weeks without June. I'm fucking. I'm. I'm. I'm all over the place. <laughs> I'm fucking crazy. Um, yeah. And then so we got the trailer. We got the trailer for the Buccaneers. That fucking like Bridgerton bullshit. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna bury the lead. I. I will not watch this. This. This nah. is not made. This is not made for me. Like. Nah. The, I have no business watching Which this. One? I have no business even saying it's good or bad. So, Wait, oh yeah, no, I, I no, it's like the Dickinson show. Yeah, 
I started watching that trailer when I was playing Fall Guys with Jake, and I was like, yeah, we're not going to watch this. <laughs> no, yeah, I ain't fucking, like, you know. Because I got the pop-up, I actually got that pop-up from Apple on my phone. It was like, hey, check out this trailer. And I was like, oh, another show we didn't talk about. And then I was like, oh, wait, we did talk about this. And then um, I was like, yep, no, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, um, yeah, so yeah, it's. I feel like Shark Tank or like Randy Jackson on American Idol. Like it's a no for me, but I hope it succeeds. Like gotta be a no. If it was a person, I wouldn't want to see it like in a soup line. Like I want, (laughs) I want it to do good. You wouldn't want. You would want it to have a nice, like, stable career. Yeah, you know, like be a paralegal or something. I don't know, man. (laughs) If yourself, I just don't need to know about you. (laughs) (laughs) Know about you. Just as long as you're doing good, I'm good. We're good. Your future endeavors, Buccaneer. Yeah, man. Best of luck, but don't come looking for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who I like being sober. Um, we got. Uh, I do. I feel. I feel more. I. We talked about this quite a bit, and this was brought up in a weird fucking segment of. Our fucking god damn it, dude! Like a fucking hatchet job of a show last week. <laughs> but Jess gave me a very beautiful compliment about how my skills podcasting have have come along nicely. And Jess, I'm not gonna lie and say that didn't give me more confidence to do this tonight. Aww, so yeah, appreciate it. And it's me just being super goofy, but. Uh, speaking of not super goofy, uh, you two at least watch Breaking Bad, right? Yes. yes. All right. Did you guys did not watch Better Call Saul? I've seen some, but like, yeah, I I need to sit down and watch it. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if this is an edgy thing to say anymore, but I truly believe it's better than uh, Breaking you're Bad. You're not the you're not the first. Like, you're not the only yeah. person that I don't I've think ever, so. Like, I, I think. You know, I think that's like that. when people like would come out and be like, "Hey, like, yeah, um, I, you're not, the Wire you're not is the, the greatest person. show. I'm edgy." <laughs> I have tried. I will finish the Wire. I watched the first season and I liked it. Um, and then I don't know. I just life or whatever. And then um, I started watching the second season. And yeah, I need to. I just need to start the second season over, basically. See, I started watching that being told it was the greatest show, so I kept telling myself it was great. And then I got to, like, season three. I'm like, man, I don't like this. Is that okay? Like, is, <laughs> is it okay to not like this? Like, yeah, my husband said that no. he, thinks that he thinks it's, like, you know, like, it's early 2000s, right? And he said you can kind of feel, like, it's age. You yeah. know, and it's just something where it just it for him it's like it's just hard to get into because it does it is definitely of its time. Meghan Markle's dad in Suits was in The Wire, and in Suits, his favorite TV show is The Wire, and he oh, says that the character that. of who he played is the is a badass. It's like okay, Suits. Who was it? Like, you're not Deadpool. Yeah, I'm trying to break. Who was it though? The fourth wall and shit. What was that, Jess? I said, who was it? He was. He's not even a badass. It's not like he played Omar, right? Like like he was just like some beat cop that was. He wasn't even the whole run. Like, shut up, Wendell Pierce. (laughs) (laughs) 
say. I like Wendell I like him too, but you know what? That's more on the, 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 the I don't know. That he's just reading his lines. Um, speaking of reading lines, uh, so uh, breaking so Better Call Saul got really amazing because of its leading lady, um, Rhea Seahorn. She was just mm-hmm. fucking phenomenal. Well, Vince Gilligan, the creator of Mad, or not Mad Men, Breaking Bad, and um, Better Call Saul, they got they got a science fiction show coming to coming to Apple TV, and Vince Gilligan had this to say. He said, I wouldn't call this heavy science fiction. I would call it mild science fiction. There's no crime and no meth. It's going to be fun and different. And he goes on to say about Rhea Seahorn. He said, Rhea will be playing a very different character than she played on Saul. It's a whole different world. There's no overlap that I can see. She's playing a character who is not Kim Wexler, but hopefully people We'll roll with that. And then he actually went on to kind of give just a little, like like a little bit of a tease to the show. He said, the world changes very abruptly in the first episode, and then it is quite different. It's the modern world that we live in, but it changes very abruptly. And the consequences that that reaps hopefully provide drama for many, many episodes after that. This is all I need to hear. Like, you didn't even have to give me anything about the show. It's Vince Gilligan and Rhea Seahorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's yeah. given me two great shows. I'm going to trust him. And I'm happy it's on Apple that we can talk about it. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. That's cool. So that 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 makes me happy. Um, let's see. Where are my fucking notes? Tom Hanks. Uh, all right. We got... Um, you know, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that I watched Band of Brothers or The Pacific. <gasps> Paul, I, I haven't watched those either, Paul. I watched some of Band of Brothers. It's good. You, ju- you just came at me like you fucking watched both series. <laughs> oh, yeah, I only watch a reel on Facebook. Of she fucking... <laughs> That's all that's going to be my IG now because I said it out loud. My phone's sitting right here. Yeah. So it's just going to be me crying to Band of Brothers reels. Man, Band of Brothers had a bunch of fucking famous people in it or people yeah, that are David not Schwimmer, famous. Dave, Dave, David Schwimmer was in it, right? Yeah. That guy. Had famous people, Jim. Well, I mean, <laughs> at the time, he was. He was on the, yeah, no, no. the fucking Friends. No, 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 no. Like, like I'm talking about people that were like no names on Band of Brothers that have now blown up. Oh, okay. Okay, well, just hang on a second. Like, yeah. Tom Hardy. Oh. Tom Hardy. Oh, I love Tom Hardy. Dude, he reads stories to children for bedtime. And he <laughs> and he does jujitsu under like fake names. And he wears cardigans all day and plays with dogs, and it's very cute. I bet he also owns a pair of corduroy pants. I, he, he probably like does. He probably has a corduroy jacket. <laughs> what was that? I said he probably has a corduroy jacket. Dude, and, uh, you know what? I want to get with him. All right. They had from <laughs> Band of Brothers, Michael Fassbender, Tom Hardy, oh. James McAvoy, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, James McAvoy. Damian Lewis from Homeland and oh. uh, Billions, and he was in Once Upon a Time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Colin Hanks, Ron Livingston, Dominic Cooper, Stephen Graham from um, Boardwalk Empire, Donnie Wahlberg. Oh, shit. Wow. 
Oh, Neil McDonahue, Sean Cahill from oh, I love him too. Oh, he's so beautiful. He's great, dude. He's a he. He j- j- Jess, does he take a does he take a turn in suits, man? You start to hate him, and you're like, dude, fucking Sean Cahill. I love him so much. Where's this fucking guy? Oh man. But yeah, some some big some big unknown people. Wow. Got their start on yeah, that fucking show. Of... And that was done by Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg. Well, they're coming back. Dream Team. With fucking yeah. with Elvis himself, uh, Austin Butler. Um, it's long in the works. World War II drama Masters of the Air is only a few months away. The company announced that the series comes from the same people, Abandoned Brothers, blah, blah, blah. We'll start on January 26th and we'll drop new episodes every Friday, ending on March 15th. So we got some first looks. I mean, it looks like a World War II. Show. Yeah, there's nothing like, you can tell from those stills. So I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not good. the biggest Austin Butler. Like, you know, I, I didn't like the Elvis movie. I, I and you know what, I, I, I didn't like, I, I didn't like Tom Hanks in it. Um, I don't think he was good in it. And uh, but he's solid in war movies. He is. No, yeah, he really is. <laughs> like good in war movies, but like he, I'm sorry, but he cannot. He cannot pull off bad guy. No, he can. Mm, yeah, he can he pull can. up Marmy like Road to Perdition. He's fucking Yeah, it. yeah. That but yeah, but that was like a character that was like conflicted. You he know? was a bad guy, June. You're not gonna lawyer your he way was. up. <laughs> he was. He was. However, like that character had like pathos, had like, you know, this inner well, struggle and the turmoil. Like, All the best in, bad guys. In get... Elvis, like he was That's just a I bad guy. Point. Like he was just a All bad, bad guy who was conned Elvis. Too. Yeah, he yeah, he was a he was be... a mustache twirling guy. Yeah, and he he cannot pull that off. He just can't. I I think he's that's not that that's not in his wheelhouse. And uh, I just also did not like the movie, which I was surprised by because I like like I like the the director. Um, and I mean Austin Butler, the whole like during the entire award season of talking oh, like Elvis. <laughs> like that was just annoying and weird. He's and method, June. No. I, you know what? You're not the movie is done. Why are you still in character? Like there was a rap. Like because he had awards to win. Dude. Yeah, but that's not how that works. It's based on your performance in the movie. I mean I don't you remember it. Dustin Hoffman counting fucking matches? Up, up to the Academy Awards. <laughs> Dude, I can't, I can't take anything having to do with Elvis seriously anymore. Because one time I watched an Instagram reel where it was like Elvis, but without the music. And it was the most ridiculous. It was just him going. <laughs> Gyrating. And just, yep. <laughs> like, but all of like the breath, like noise, like all of like the breath noises. Yo, have uh, you seen, so have you seen the trailer for Sofia Coppola's new movie about uh, Priscilla? No, nope. Dude, they made they're making Elvis look like a fucking jack off. I mean, I think he kind of No, it sounds like he was, and I'm excited. Tell the truth. Because the piece of shit from Euphoria is playing Elvis, and that guy is good. He's a good actor. I don't don't know. I don't watch Euphoria. Oh, man, dude. I don't know if I can go back and watch it. If it ever comes back for season three, that might be one I have to skip. 
that that's a rough one. That is. I honestly got annoyed watching it because um, I just wanted to see what the hype was. It, I think it's just that the teenage angstiness of it all. I, I don't. I, I don't have patience. Like I have become a curmudgeonly like old lady. Like I just don't care about teenagers. I wa- I watched that. I watched that when I got shingles. Um, wow. And um, you didn't feel bad enough already. I know, but like it, like it, I I get drawn into like what I always think is like kind of like a new because you know I mean how many shows are there in the history of the universe like a billion so like now today I think it's so hard to do something that we haven't seen before or at least give it you know shine it up nice enough and the way Euphoria like the first episode was just like a regular pilot. But then like every episode it starts with like, they're going to take a character and they're going to give you their whole backstory, like in the cold open, they're going to show you all the warts and everything. And to me, it was so intriguing because the first episode drew a line of like, you're going to hate these people and you're going to love these people. And then the second episode starts off with like the biggest bad guy and you're see like you don't even realize it's him until halfway through. Like, oh, shit, dude, I kind of like this guy. I get why he's doing this. Mm. So, like, I kind of like the way they took kind of like that inventive narrative. Yeah, no, I can see. Oh, I just used a couple big words. My brain hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's got a head rush. Oh, yeah. Sit down. Brain freeze. It, it's like the unfun version of a brain freeze. <laughs> June, it's good to have you back. I'm glad to be back. Uh, yeah, we get that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god all right let's let's go to the top 10 where uh we get to say palmer is out what? <laughs> that palmer. i think it's straight up out of the top 10 mm. nope 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 it's, it's not, not it's 10. not it's not right. number 10 we got tetris number nine we got emancipation number eight which should be number one is fucking coda yeah. Number seven is good old Palmer. <laughs> Number six is Ghosted. Number five, a war movie with Tom Hanks, Greyhound. Yeah, I remember. I didn't watch it. I tr- I tried to watch it, and it was really boring. It was like like so boring. <sighs> I didn't even try. I didn't even try either, so it I was, can't really it, add it, to the conversation. Yeah, I was just saying, like, <laughs> no, I, was I like, mean, no, I remember. I was saying, I remember that. I remember that movie, and I remember trying to watch it. And I was like, I'm bored. I am going to turn this off. Yeah. We can't always have a submarine movie like U571 or the fuck had Bon Jovi and Harrison Ford in it. That was good. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good movie. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Thank you for that commentary. All right, for that. Uh... And Liam Neeson. That movie was fucking great, man. Um, still. <laughs> Still at number four is still. Oh, I shouldn't make it. I didn't mean for that to sound like a joke. Oh, for yikes. (laughs) Number three is Luck, the DreamWorks animated movie with the main character's name is Hazel. And I had to watch it 500 times because of that. Oh, that's right. Not a good movie. I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't like it. Very disappointed in it, if I remember. Awful. I'm like, Hazel, we're changing your name. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> You're gonna be violet. We're gonna change you another color. 
Okay. Number two, it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Oh, great. And number one, which I will get to in the quick hits, is Flora and Son. Nice. Um, Now, for the regular top of the charts, at number 10, goddamn shame, physical. Yeah, I saw that. Number nine, hijack. Number eight, still up, which I'm excited to get into. It's going to be ironic watching that when I, like, can't sleep, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm going to play that song, too, while I watch it. Um, <laughs> number seven is the Supermodels. Oh, Funny I watched to- that. What was that? I watched that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Jess, you did, too? No. Oh. I said, Which oh. Is- our number one movie is at number six, Flora and Son. Number five is Foundation. Number four is The Changeling. Number three, he may be number three on the charts, but he's number one in my heart, June. That's Ted Lasso. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, strong I in the top ten. I don't know. I mean, I get it. Number two, Invasion. Oh, my God. Foundations. <laughs> Dude, Celebration. Foundation's not it. Oh, I just rhymed. Hey, June, like I always quote Captain Holt June when I make two words that rhyme. I'm like, I'm a poet, and I didn't even know I was rhyming those two words. (laughs) Uh, So, no foundation. Thank fucking God. Number two, invasion. Number one, the morning show. That doesn't, I can't. I just, whatever, whatever, people, just whatever. Just a big W, just the whatevs. Whatevs, where, okay, where's where's the fucking coming coming from? Coming up soon. Blah, 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 because that's the last part. Where the fuck are you? Future releases, there we are. Oh, uh, Messi Meets America. Come Wednesday. Uh, we got Lessons in Chemistry, Friday the 13th, Killers of the Flower Moon, Pigeon Tunnel, both October 20th, the Enfield Poltergeist, October 27th. That's a big fucking no from me. Oh, yeah, we talked about that. No, I can't. Like I told you, I can't, I can't do real audio. <laughs> I, I can't fucking do that shit. <laughs> No fucking way. And especially like, sometimes you hear like lullabies being sung by kids. Like, ah, oh, no. No, dude, burn it all with fire. Um, fingernails, November 3rd. The Buccaneers, <laughs> November 8th. Yeah, okay. I thought it was going to be like a fucking documentary on like Tom Brady's right. last season. <laughs> no. Uh, For All Mankind, November 10th. Monarch Legacy of Monsters, November 17th. I always fucking laugh at this. Napoleon fucking (laughs) Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yay. Slow Horses, Season 2, December 1st. Masters of the Air, January 26th. And debuting first, February 2nd in theaters, Argyle. Yay. Yeah. So that will be coming to Apple February 9th. Awesome. 
Unless it, I wonder, yeah, no, I don't think they would. I don't think they care enough if like Argyle blows up, like fucking, you know, like wins the weekend. They're like, oh shit, dude, we're not gonna put this on TV. But they don't care. They don't care. They'll do yeah. it because they don't need them. They don't. This is. I don't really care. They'll just keep it in this. We make billions on our tech. We were fine. I I bet if we search hard enough on the app, we could probably watch it right now. We put it out already. The, uh, yeah, that's why they were like writer, like okay, strikes, like shit's already up on the thing. So yeah, like good. that movie coming in twenty twenty seventeen. We got or twenty twenty seven. We got it. <laughs> you can watch yeah, it. Right like, now. Oh, watch it early on Apple TV. This is the fucking. This is if the you movie. can find it. <laughs> yeah, ha ha. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the. Uh, it's like the an obstacle <laughs> course, right? Uh, I, I just thought, Jess, Apple's going to hire Tom Hanks to just be their villain. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're going to hire him pretty much the same character from fucking Elvis. Yeah. It was so bad. I reckon I'm in a fat suit, y'all. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, he was trying. He was supposed to be Polish or like somewhere from like Eastern Europe. And it just... Just no, Tom Hanks. Just stop. And didn't his character like narrate the trailer? Yeah. Like I saw him gyrating those hips and hitting up those underage girls. Like damn. Like who's the guy that who's the guy that directed that? Like Lars Berman or whatever. Yeah, the guy he did. Um, Great Gatsby, which I actually he did. uh, Yeah. What did he do? Great Gatsby. I know he did Moulin Rouge. He did the Romeo and Juliet. Like. Oh God! What a fucking classic. So um, he did that one. (laughs) Tis just a scratch. Like you fucking tell him, Mercutio. (laughs) I was Mercutio in in a play. Were you really? Yeah. Aww. I mean, like, it was for a college class, so, like, just our family came and watched, but I was still Mercutio. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's so cool. Tis just a scratch. <laughs> I said it just like that, too, Jess. Oh, okay, that's a choice. I was mustache twirling, <laughs> but that's the good guy. <laughs> I took a bold I approach. twist on it. <laughs> I'm like, come on, Billy Shakespeare. Let's turn your work around. Billy Shakespeare. I was like, let's let's dance, Billy. Let's dance. Bom, 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 bom. Dude, right back to the Argyle trailer. Man, I could just talk about that for three more hours. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's get some fucking let's get some Benatar going. Listen, some quick hits here. I don't know why I kept going. Mm. 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 Get down to it. Whether it's brand new or a forgotten gem, these are Apple's quick hits. Man, thank God we haven't been sued for sampling part of that song. We're good. Tis just a scratch, Jeff. <laughs> all right, my my quick hits. I watched uh, all I watched was Flora and Son, nice. and I was I was halfway through it, 
I was halfway through it on um on our, what I think we we're calling our bite sized episode or our fucking apple snack pack. <laughs> decided to call that thing. Um, yeah, and I okay, I was at a juice. I halfway through the movie, I was at a juicy. I think I'm ending at a high crit. Oh, I should probably. If you're new to the show, you're probably like, what's this guy rambling about? <laughs> what's a high crisp? Well, what the fuck yeah. are you talking about? Is he eating pizza crust? <laughs> um, so here we go. Here we go. Our comparison rating system is as follows. If the content is loved, it is juicy. If the content is adequate, it is crisp between low, middle, and golden. If the content is terrible, it is a rancid apple. The reviews may contain spoilers. This is your spoiler warning. Don't be a sour apple and watch the content. Yeah, so I'm I'm ending my my review for Flora and Son at, at a high crisp. Um Again, I was drawn into what I think was a super cool element. It's not even like a spoiler. It's, it's just like charming type of shit. But like it reminded me a lot of, you know how much in Platonic, how I liked when they would text each other, you would hear them like reading it. What they oh, said. instead of you trying to like read yeah. it on the screen. Yeah, but I need my cheetahs. No, um, I'm like, I had to pause it. And then I have to yeah, I like, pause and I get really TV close. Screen. They yeah. like walk up to it and be like, "Hey, what?" <laughs> yeah, I pretty much like got my like face just drooling on the TV. Like, what did he say? <laughs> what he type? <laughs> what emoji was that? Oh. Like, I got all the way close just to see an eggplant and two drops of water. Fuck this. Um, no. <laughs> I know it's good when I get a good June laugh. Um, no, but uh, they do so like. Like the whole premise of this movie is it takes place in Belfast and like mom at the beginning wants like she just wants to continue to like live her hard life. She wants to go to the clubs every night. She wants like she's big into like house dance music like she is. I mean, she is DTF like she just wants to get it in with everybody like like good for her. But every time she brings a guy home. You know, it gets revealed that she has a teenage son and they all run away and fuck it. Like this kid is like he is just oh, my God, dude, he's a little fucking son of a bitch. Like he's stealing. He's getting in fights. Dad was a musician that wanted to hit it big, blah, blah, blah. And now mom's kind of like, ooh, I kind of want to like I like I want to find that balance. I want to I want to get a good relationship with my son. I want to, you know, and I want to find someone for me. And like one day they're walking and she like, they're cleaning out an apartment and she sees this guitar in the dumpster and everything goes from there where <clears throat> she wants to become a musician to impress her son, but she's limited on money. So she can only afford to get like Skype lessons from some dude that lives like in Napa Valley in California. And that's JGL. Mm-hmm. And it's really like like the part that just charmed the pants off me is when they're having their Skype conversations, the screen will just disappear. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're in the same room with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a good um little tack like motif. Yeah, it's really cool. And you know what? I'll break a little bit of the wall here. Um for me personally. <laughs> Jess, I don't know if you've watched this movie. 
Florence has? Yeah, like I don't no, know. I have not. Okay. So so she's all set to go to California and a bit like a, a little bit of a side plot is she's like, Hey, I haven't I haven't gone swimming in like twenty years. And I thought it'd be a juicy because we get to see this whole like montage of one piece swimsuits. <laughs> That's the reason why you didn't give it a juicy, Paul. Come on. I thought it would be the reason I gave it juicy. The end became very paint by numbers. Oh, that's a, uh, like it had a chance to really do something like different. Like, yeah, and it didn't. Like, I mean, well, not saying I wanted to see like a sad ending, and not saying you see a happy ending, but like, I don't know. Like, I like I feel like this movie really had a chance to take a chance. And, Did it like wrap up too neatly and nicely? Basically, what was that? Like, it wrapped up like too neatly and too yeah. like, like too neatly and too nicely where it's like okay well and like another like another part that really fucking bugged me and i don't know like i'm just going to tell you cuz it, like it, it's not a huge part but like in in her music sessions with Joseph Gordon Levite she's just kind of talking about like she's more about like the beats and stuff and he's like no man you have to look at it from like the singer songwriter, like what, like listen to the lyrics and then put the beat to the lyrics. Like, so the song he sends her that she falls in love with music is the song that the girl in Coda sings at her audition. Mm. Oh, and I'm like, there's like a billion songs. Like you're going to use it from Apple's best movie. Yeah. Like, like it kind of took away from that song for me because I'm like, I don't think you can do it any better than Coda did. Yeah. Like, that song meant so fucking much where the family comes and watches her and she's signing it. Like, you can't replicate. You can't make that song more powerful. Like, it cheapened yeah, the song for me. Mm, that's, un- that's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. And it just, like I said, like, I think that played a part in it and it just became... Like, I kept saying, like, oh, I don't, like, I see where it's going. I hope it does. And I hope, oh, man, we got there. (laughs) You know, like, we could have stayed at, like, a cool, like, like, we could have gone camping outside for the ending. But instead, we pretty much just checked in at a Motel 6. Like, been there. Oh, that was a good metaphor. I'm proud of myself for that one. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, that that is all I watch because Sue's ain't on Apple TV. Uh, (laughs) The green bag boogie. Um, <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's go to Jess for your quick hits. Uh, yeah. So I watched. I finished up um, Strange Planet. That is all streaming now. Um, super cute. Still super cute. Uh, I said. I feel like I say this like every single time. But yeah, no, it's it's great. Um, towards they still. They still do like the, you know, every episode kind of has like a little like life lesson type of deal. And then they, as, <clears throat> as the season kind of went on, they kind of like kind of reuse some of the same characters. So you get kind of like the whole, like the overarching story. Um, and it's just like, so it's just really cute. Um, yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's very wholesome. Like I said, like very wholesome, very cute. Um, a nice thing to have like on the background if you're feeling sad. Um, it's not cynical in any way. There's there's some funny parts, but it's not it's more like a family show than like a like a comedy. Um <clears throat> it's like, hey, I wanna believe in life again. 
Yeah, pretty much. Like, <laughs> oh, there are good people out there, and you know, like it, you can have relationships with people, and they're they're nice. And the world's uh, not falling apart around us. Yeah, it's 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 super super cute. Um, Wait, they're not digging up dirt on each other to win a fucking deposition. <laughs> no. Oh man. Oh, Sorry, well. Paul. I don't know if I'm in. You're gonna want to watch it, but. Damn it! Is there a Donna? Shut the government down. <laughs> shut the oh. government down. Is it about a media mogul about to die? Yeah, dude. Oh man. Um, and then the other show that I watched was Changeling. Um, I am, let's see, like just under halfway finished the one that dropped today, um, but otherwise caught up. And I fucking love this show so much. <laughs> like every time it jumps up in the ratings, I'm super happy about it. It's like, it's gotten a lot of buzz. I have heard like critically it's gotten um, so good. Buzz. It's so fucking good. Um, like, I need to like, pump myself up to watch it i need to be yeah. i know i need to be in the right mind frame mindset mind frame? No. yeah i don't it's 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 weird because like it we went from uh like the horror part of it which was really like the first like two episodes maybe three episodes and there's still horror aspects but now we're like really into like dark fairy tale um Ooh. yeah and it's oh so good like there's some creepy parts that happen in like the one episode and then um i really like what it's kind of doing where like it'll follow um like our you know um one of our main characters apollo it'll follow him for a little bit and then like was it the last it might have been the last episode so not whatever one came out today but the one before that might have been episode seven followed um his wife emma so kind of like took took kind of like where she was with the baby and then followed like what happened to her um in that time which was fascinating and that really took a turn into like fairy tale and then um this episode let me pull this imdb up really quickly because i'm pretty sure i know this lady's name but i want to make sure that i have it correct Catherine Keener. Uh, <laughs> it's Catherine keener everybody <laughs> uh no this one this this episode that just released uh follows apollo's mom who's played by adina porter and it appears to be that the entire episode is going to be focused on her so the the interesting part because this is like very much also a mystery because like the the whole trailer is about these three wishes and there have maybe been i want to say like maybe like 30 to 40 minutes in the entire series so far that references that aspect of it yeah like because like we get the whole thing where she's like oh i'm gonna go to brazil and i found this like crazy lady and she was like don't take this bracelet off so there's that whole part then there's the part where the friend is like these are the wishes and then there's like one other thing that they mention about it um and that's it so like but there's all these aspects with like apollo's dad like we still don't know what's up with him and then like 
his mom is like revealing stuff like there's and like with this episode it's really cool because like she she goes to a place which like I don't really know much about anyway and <clears throat> Mark's like starts showing like up on her body and this is from like the past so like already and like and it's kind of unclear whether or not like I think other people can see them because when she when she when she went to the place there was a person there that was like oh that that's a that's a big one he left or something it was like pointing to her face and then like she's talking she's like recording a message and she's talking about like her past and like how her like grandmother used to make her um I'm not even gonna attempt the word because I don't remember what it is but like these like donut type treats from where she was from in Africa and like when as she's like remembering it like you see on the screen like her hit like she you it close it there's a close-up like on her feet and it that's like in the sand and then she's like kind of miming to herself like eating these things and it flashes back like back and forth from like looking at her when she was young eating them versus like her in this room it's really oh, so good it's really compelling um i absolutely love it like the the mystery like it's like every episode there's like a new mystery that you're like oh okay like i wasn't really so you kind of get like the you kind of almost get the sense that like if you were, if we were taking like a traditional like fairy tale that like Apollo would be like the prince and Emma would be like the princess and their baby is like the little prince, you know, the little like promised prince. And then maybe there is like some sort, well, the, there's all these witches and stuff and like then I don't know. I don't know what, what happened, like with the mom, like, I don't know what that deal is, but it's like, you can kind of see like these little like threads of like traditional fairy tales, but it's told in like this very like modern, subtle way. And it's so creepy and so good. And uh. the way you're describing it reminds me of that, like comic series fables. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like how they like, I'm, but like they would take more like beloved popular stories, but put them in modern time with like a darker twist. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, so the, like this kind of reminds me a little bit of like, um, like, like if you were reading like Grimm's fairy tales and like how, you know, how like the little mermaid is, is a dark story, how it was, originally written like that kind of thing um she becomes the foam of the sea she does she throws herself in yes she does fucking ariel in the sea yeah in the sea she throws herself in um and so it's 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 kind of like that because like there's a there's a thing that they repeat like over and over again which is like it's something about like the the bait like fairies wanting your baby so they take your baby and you'll never find your baby again like this is basically like they'll love it more than you can ever love it and so that's why they take your baby yeah and they'll never the baby never grows old and all this stuff's kind of like if your baby was taken to like neverland by like the lost boys or something um Uh, like sort of like i guess if like tinkerbell was like Hey, I want your baby. And then that's how like Peter Pan was born. Um, so it's kind of like that. So it, it's like super, super dark, but like they, I mean, the, 
the book that that the rhyme comes from because it's like I don't know like four or five lines of a rhyme that book like they mention that multiple like multiple times in different episodes so it's it's like one of those things where it's that's like a theme for sure and that's basically like the quest it's like the quest is like her trying to Emma trying to find the baby and then Apollo trying to find Emma uh, but like I still don't understand where the wishes come in, and then also the mom. Like I have no idea, and the dad too, because the di- like there's definitely something up with the dad. And like from the very first episode, like Apollo has that like moment on their first date where he's like, "I'm the god Apollo," and so like there's definitely something to that where it's like okay, like, is, like, is he really, like, is he a god, though? <laughs> like, he might be a god, I'm not sure. Like, I don't, like, anything could happen, and it's it's actually, like, really exciting, because there's, there's not a lot, I mean, we just talked about it with the Fingernails movie, like, and you just talked about it with um, Florence, and there's not a lot of, like, shows and um, movies that really keep you guessing in that way, where you're like, I just have no idea like where this is going to go. Like it could go this way. It could go that way. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'll have some more information when I finish this episode later. Um, so what is the bad guy going to be like fucking Rumpelstiltskin? Like, maybe. isn't that what he did? Like, yeah, he stole kids. Fucking maybe. I don't know. Was he a fairy? <laughs> like, I have no idea. No, but like, didn't he steal like babies? Yeah, like they stayed, he did. They stayed uh, as babies like or would, something? He would make a deal, right? And it was like, um, I'll yeah, do just, this. And it's like, you know, the baby was collateral, basically. It was like, you, yeah, you, you have, have a deal with somebody. And if you were, the thing is, but he would always set it up where, like, it was impossible for you to hold up your end of the deal. Yeah. So and then you, by the agreement, you have to give up your baby or something. Oh, yeah. yeah that's You had to guess his name. Yeah, that's why it made that Shrek movie so dark. Like, yeah, which is actually kind of funny that you bring up Wormpelstiltskin because I just finished a a Stephen King book called Fairy Tale, and that was like a running theme was Rumpelstiltskin. Which, by the way, that book is fucking amazing. Um, there is a dog in it, and they do not die, so you can read it. Okay, well that's good. You can there read you it. Go. It's one. It's actually like if you if you like fairy tales and you like um like boy and his dog stories like it's one of the best ones i've ever read in my life like it will be my favorite stephen king book just because of that aspect of it it's so good damn yeah i i read that that book was 600 pages according to my kindle i think i read it in three or four days (laughs) i was like that's I, like 20 pages a day. <clears throat> I, I inhaled that, that book, and I will definitely be reading it again for sure, 100%. It's so good. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, The Changeling, it, it's just so fucking good. Like, the acting is amazing. It remains amazing. Um, the the um, actor that plays Emma, I think her name is Clark, yeah, Clark Bacco, she's fucking phenomenal. Um, like he's Stanfeld field is amazing. He's he's uh, good in everything. He's so, yeah, I love him. He's so yeah, good in everything. He's, he's really good. The, um, there's this guy called Samuel Herring who plays a, who plays a character that is like truly unsettling. 
and becomes like unhinged. And actually, that guy might be Rumpelstiltskin. Actually, I don't know. Like we not that, like he could be the Rumpelstiltskin. Um, he's upsetting. <laughs> like there was a part <laughs> at the end of one of the episodes that I was like, it was one of those ones. And actually, a lot of these episodes kind of happen like this, so it might actually be better for people to wait until it's all out. But like the end, one of the episodes ends with him like saying something and it was like the crazy, I was like, I just want to watch more now, but there's not anything more to watch. Oh, I hate um, that feeling. Yeah. It was so good though. So, so, so good. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I can say without actually giving anything away. There you go. So you're going to give it a beastie boys and check, 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 to check it out. Get out. Yeah. Um, Juicy all the way. Every single episode so far. Juicy. Uh, speaking. Yeah. Um, real quick, June. I thought of you. Uh, this is th- this. This takes me so off guard. I j- I'm only bringing this up because I just opened <laughs> up Facebook and I had a McDonald's ad because I'm a I'm a chubby tubby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like at the end of this Suits uh, podcast, they have ads. Yeah, and they yeah. have these McDonald's ads that are narrated by Brian Cox. Oh no, he is like no, like he's been like the 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 voiceover for those commercials for a while now. It's and fucking it's so, crazy because he'd be like, and the hamburger says, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then he ends it all like, and it's so soft, but he does like the ba da ba ba ba, but like he just does it really softly at the end of every commercial where he sings along to the yeah, like but the thing. It's so funny. Those are cool, but I never thought I'd hear like Logan Roy doing like a grimace impression. I know. Like, oh, and then grimace will be like, bruh, 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 like whoa. Yeah, no, it's so funny. Yeah, he I, thought, I thought he'd be like, the hamburger is going to be like, blah, 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 fuck off, cunt. Like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I remember, like, when, when we, like, the, the first time, like, I took note of the, like, those, um, the McDonald's, and I think it's been a couple years now, but, um, I remember, I, like, my husband and I sitting here, and I go, that sounds just like Brian Cox, and my husband was like, I'm pretty sure it is. He was like, that guy, like, that's not. That that's a pretty distinctive voice, and I'm like, what the fuck is he doing burning commercials for? And he's like, what you just probably do it from your home. The fact that easy this is the money. First, I mean, <laughs> the fact that this is the first time I've ever heard a McDonald's commercial on a podcast tells me I need to listen to more wholesome podcasts because I'm usually used to like getting like Viagra commercials and. <clears throat> fucking shit like that. So it's like or, ooh, McDonald's uh, commercial. The manscaping, the manscaping commercials. Yeah, PCL. Brian, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So glad I got to hear how Greg shaves his fucking balls. Oh my god. Um, Best. Yeah. Ba 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 ba. I'm not loving yeah. it. Um, <laughs> not not. Ba 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 ba. I'm fucking uh-huh. hating it. Um, all right, June, take us, take us to, take us to the morning show. I know. Okay. Are you? So I kind of want you to like. Cut up, Paul, just because it's all right, June. I will you know what? You're you're gonna do you're gonna do us a solid, I think, for watching something, right? So I'll 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 do that for you. I will get caught up. Okay, good. Cause I wanna hear I just All right. I feel like someone else has to like I need to know if it's if this is like just me, right? Like All right, let's keep this on the tree then. Yeah. I just I'm wondering, you know, it's kinda like is it is it a me problem or is it like the show? But we have such different Show. tastes. Yeah, but I mean, this is pretty, <laughs> especially like this—the one from this week. 
and yeah, there it, it's. Is it the flashback episode? Yes, it is the flashback. It's not. Oh, that's all you had to say, June. It's the flashback episode. Okay? You should have led with that. Yeah, it's the flashback episode. Corey continues to make baffling decisions and act like he he is so. Uh, I don't understand. I will tell you. you saw like, my at, penis in Watchmen. Over three. <laughs> over. Oh, I just. I never thought he was in that. The movie. Yeah, I didn't know he was in the Watchmen movie. Doctor Manhattan, you got to see oh, his Oh, he's Dr. Big Manhattan. Blue. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's cool. Oh my God, that's so sad. And Milwaukee. Okay, never mind. <laughs> when we were building Miller Park, which is now American Family Field, I'll call it Miller Park. I'll yeah, fuck that know. shit. Like yeah. it's literally on Miller Park Way. Like. Tell them. You're going to change the name of a major street in Milwaukee to American Family Park Lane? No, you're not going to fucking do that shit. But they brought in this gigantic crane called Big Blue. (laughs) And they were building Miller Park. And one day it fucking got windy. It collapsed and killed everybody on it. Oh, my gosh. I know. Whoops. Didn't mean to invoke that. It's a way to trigger Milwaukee, Jeff. <laughs> oh, my All God. I had everybody laughing, Jess, because I ordered a Philly cheesesteak last night. Yeah. And I brought it to work today. And they're like, oh, my God, I got a Philly cheesesteak. But, you know, it's not from Philly. They're like, is it good? I'm like, man, I go, it's a Millie cheesesteak. <laughs> <laughs> Just meh. And then I started crying on my way back. To the oh, no. This isn't the real thing. Cheese sticks are forever ruined. I'm sorry, but not this really. Is a lie. <laughs> I'm not sorry at all. No. No, you don't give a fuck. <laughs> we make the best cheese sticks. But you feel a different You guys do. Wait, are y'all. Feeling, yeah, I said we do. Wait, do y'all refer to yourself to Philadelphia? Like, wait, what is like the nomenclature? Like, what is. Huh? Like, are, are y'all refer, do you do y'all refer to yourselves as Philadelphians or. Like, right? Because y'all are Milwaukeeans, right? Like, Are we? Oh, well, I'm technically know. not from Philadelphia, so. I just, I just say I'm from Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never heard like, of Milwaukeean. Yeah, no, I, I, or maybe not. You know what, Michigan, like people from Michigan, they're called what, Michiganders or something? No, oh, yeah, we don't Michigan have a name. Oh, yeah. Every state yeah. does. Every state does. I don't. I. I've never. Like. 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 I know Wisconsin Knights. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna go look this up. <laughs> like you know, like people, like um, like like people from this, like like you're like South Carolinian or Georgia. Yeah, you know. mm-hmm. Oh, I still call people from the South Confederates. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, because they are. We say they are. Oh, it took a second to get to me. <laughs> <laughs> they are. It. It hasn't. And Jess, it's you're a Yankee. <laughs> Yankee, uh, <laughs> uh, and I'm just a bum fuck Wisconsin. You're the, mid, you're the like, Midwesterner. I'm a Midwesterner. Come get our cheese and look at our corn. Why did I say that with like <laughs> such a fucking like upper class accent? It looks like just Philadelphian. What does it say about Milwaukee people? Is it Milwaukeean? Do Philadelphians call it? Oh, I know what they call Milwaukeeans, alcoholics. Because I mean, like, because I mean, like New York, like New York people are called New Yorkers. 
The hey, Michigan one is funny. Michigan, I'm walking it. <laughs> yeah, you know, Michigan, if you're from oh. Michigan, you're apparently a Michigander. And I was like, that is that's ridiculous. dumb as fuck. That's so ridiculous. I think it's so um, stupid. Michigander. Just, I think it's more cooler to say I'm a resident of Michigan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Michigander. I'm going to go to yeah. Gander Mountain. Milwaukeeans. That's dumb. Okay, so I was right. Okay, yeah, so y'all, people from Milwaukee. Oh, no, were... but this one says Mil- Milwaukee. <laughs> yes! Yes! That, yeah, but Paul's like, nope. <laughs> I got enough body hair to fit it. Milwaukee. Got Mil- 12 Wookie. votes on Reddit. Let me, let me, let me. Oh, it, if Reddit confirms it, it's in the books. <laughs> totally true. Let's see. Let's see my, uh. No, yeah, we don't have any weird ones like that. It doesn't look like. Oh man, I, I still think it's Milwaukee not... people should just be called alcoholics, <laughs> beer heads. <laughs> See, all I got, all I well, got I mean, for the search sports teams is called the Brewers. Milwaukee's the Brew City. That's yeah. true. See, I just get, I get like a lot of slang. This is all my Google. Results you, is slang. Hoagie. Do you know what happens when the Milwaukee Brewers get a home run at Miller Park or American Great. Family? Take a shower. A beer shower. <laughs> we have our mascot, Bernie the Brewer. And Spring beer at you? And he has, he has a little oh. tree house in the stadium. Okay. And when the home run hits, he goes down the slide into a giant mug of beer. Oh, Jesus that is 100% a real wow. thing. And in the seventh inning stretch, our hot dogs race each other. I think you told us that. We have our great sausage race. Yes, you did. Okay. And that one guy knocked somebody over and <laughs> said, don't whack our wieners. <laughs> don't whack our wieners. Oh, Milwaukee, we are America's taint. <laughs> <laughs> We're the they, cousin you don't bring to a wedding. It, yeah, but again, I'm in, I'm in South Carolina. Like, you know, my my senators are Lindsey Graham and Tim Scott. Oh yeah. My, I'm sitting here governor, making fun. My former governor was Nikki Haley, y'all. I'm sitting here <laughs> like, making fun on. of like our beer history when like you guys have like fucking slavery. Like. <laughs> It'll be fucking worse. Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean, At least we don't have slavery. Like, <laughs> Jess, like one of your one of your senators, Jess, got the just got the dress code in Congress changed. Uh, to what? Fetterman. Fetterman basically like they you don't <laughs> to hoodies. Because isn't that like what he wears? Well, I think they, they relax the dress code. Skirts got to wear, be like, a suit and stuff all the time. Skirts can go to knuckle. Be, I only saw him in like jeans and a hoodie. Like I don't think I saw him in anything else. Dude, like, I was there I mean, voting. <laughs> yeah, like Fetterman. That's my guy. Yeah, Schumer relaxed. Uh, now, granted, like the, that guy is wearing something. a starter pullover jacket. <laughs> He's my guy. That's my. <laughs> that's my senator. So, he, uh, at least until the election, right now, I think because uh, I think the um the majority leader. Yeah, I feel like the majority leader can change. Like uh. whoever is the majority leader, so it could that could change. But yeah, apparently Schumer relaxed the uh. Yeah, the dress code, and that's all thanks to Fetterman. I think it's hilarious. I think it's funny. I swear to God, if I saw President Biden wearing, like, a fucking Mighty Duck starter jacket, (laughs) I'd be like, 
fucking you know let's rewrite the terms to make this guy president forever. Oh no. no, you know he has that. No, he can't. He's gonna he's gonna die very soon. I mean, I think that jacket would give him he's out the door. like he's he's so old. Uh, he, I think he already is dead. I think they're weekend <laughs> you know, at Bernie's. Is his ass. He's, he's he is the best oh, we have Lord. right now. And you know what? People just need to like be happy with that. I know it sucks, but like that he is the best we have. So Kamala we'll Harris is like behind him playing like music and he's just kind of moving. Like, that's, it's like that's my guy. That's my guy, Biden. Yeah, this is my guy. That's oh. my dude. God, he would it would have been so much better if he ran in 2016. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we don't got no time machine for that. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? And guess what? You know, gotta I go really, back. really feel like, like, <laughs> feel like, like it, America's time is like number one boy, right? Like, of, of being Logan Roy's number one boy. I feel like if we repeat the same mistakes in 2016, um, <clears throat> no, like we, there is no, like we are done. We are no longer the number one boy. <laughs> There's no way we can't be like this. Is just basically like we are going to get taken over by China. <laughs> yeah. Fun, uplifting people. Yeah. Oranges podcast. Repeat our mistake, our recent mistakes. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, listen to us, Ireland. <laughs> Heed our warning. <laughs> Wait, no, we have a listener in North Korea. Listen to us. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We have a... We have... I forgot about that. Was it... Did we talk about that on the... I on think like we did. Real... That, that we're used for, like, hating America propaganda. <laughs> Whoops. Listen to the ginger. He's everything <laughs> that's wrong with the society. Oh, no. America brought down by podcasts no one listened to. <laughs> we're gonna take down. We're gonna take down this resident of what they call the Brew City. <laughs> you believe that? Like, you think there's other countries that have like a town that's beloved for their amount of drinking? That calls themselves like openly calls themselves the Brew City. Like we all know Ireland and Dublin, they fucking drink, but I don't think they're calling themselves like the Guinness. The Guinness stop. Fucking. Yeah, but I, you know what though? I feel like like Buffalo would love like if like Milwaukee was like we no longer want to be like we we hereby give up the mantle of being like the Bruce City. I kind of feel like Buffalo would like, be like we would totally take that. Why do they drink a lot? I don't, I don't know anything know. about There's... Buffalo. <laughs> I can't. I mean. It's Buffalo. I mean, I like, can't what imagine. What else, else are you to do doing there? In Buffalo. Like it's like it's apparently a terrible place to live. Oh shit. Oh, a really good friend of mine just moved there. <laughs> no, but like there's nothing there's nothing to do. You're in the middle of nowhere. Well, and screwed. it's like oh, sorry and to say. <laughs> nothing there's like nothing to do there. I think it's kinda of, it's and it's an old like industrial town, right? And so it, and what it the fuck does that have to well. do with like bison? What <laughs> you said it's so mad about that. Like you say, like I like I literally know nothing about the only thing I actually thought I knew about Buffalo 
was that they had like fucking Buffalo called Bills, like because it's their goddamn mascot. Like, <laughs> doesn't sound like there's gonna be a lot of fucking Buffalo over. Like, did my like? I don't know. <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> Wow. Fuck That's this. And they should have gave themselves a stupid name like we're the Buffalo Wrenches or something. <laughs> that took so many turns. Dude, like a fucking wrench. No, there I was I I had to skirt like a really ridiculous conversation with a dude from a dating site because I we were talking about football and uh I I was mentioning our game, which we played against Washington, which like fucking um was not it was way too close and uh went down to like overtime and down to like the wired overtime is fucking ridiculous and anyways so like he just like out of nowhere just like makes a comment like still kind of weird that like we're they're the commanders and not the redskins and i was like we're not getting <laughs> this conversation i think i was like yeah it's like way overdue that this name has yeah. changed and actually like i mean since the name was ever like born it should not have been that so let's not get into this right now <laughs> like what the fuck dude? i will say i have to think about who the commanders are like when i see someone like with the shirt and if it doesn't say cincinnati it just has like the name of commanders i do have to like i have to be like wait which team is that and then i'm like oh yeah that's right okay yeah yeah i'm not not since i'm cleveland and I then just, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's right. Wait, Cleveland, did you think right. they're? Wait, wait, wait. Do you think they're from Cincinnati? No, uh, no, I don't. I okay. You know what? I get to Cincinnati <laughs> and uh, Cleveland mixed up all the time. I've never been to either, but they're both Ohio cities. I feel like they're the same thing. No, but the Are Commanders play for Washington. Yes, yeah, Washington D.C. Nothing. I know nothing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. You know what? Fuck it. I don't know. June snow. Because like I don't think on, um, I don't call. Sorry, like, I have a science infection, so I'm on some meds. And <laughs> I, you just pulled a Paul. You really I did. did. <laughs> my brain broke, y'all. Dude, that was fantastic. Um, Dude, I fucking weird. love you. You're my ride or die. Just, I, honestly, I don't know what just happened. Like, I'm a little... I'm a little... <laughs> Welcome to my everyday. <laughs> Dude, it's like a weird big Paul. In, like, it's like that. Out there for a second. I don't know. That didn't feel like that was actually a conversation I was having. Oh, you're, you're like, wait, do you? I feel like June just had a weird out of body experience. I <laughs> really did. I feel very strange right now. June's like, I watched myself saying it. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I love your reaction, Paul. Though you're like, wait, do you think they're from Cincinnati? I don't know. <laughs> and you know what? Fuck it. I don't know. Oh man, I probably sound like a condescending prick. <laughs> Well, I did say Washington at least once. I know you I know because I was thinking of how the Reds are now. Uh, what are they the called? Cincinnati the Cincinnati Reds. Yep. Reds, the um, the um, I, the fucking Indians. They were called the Indians, and then they with the horrible like logo. Oh, the Cleveland Indians, yeah, but they're yeah, still what, the so Cincinnati said, Reds. So the Reds didn't change their name, but the Cleveland did. Did Cleveland change their name? I don't know. I, I think they did. They should have and changed that fucking logo. You know what? Atlanta should probably change their name too. Yeah, Atlanta should too. Oh my God. The Braves started in Milwaukee. (gasps) (gasps) Oh, shit. Yeah, I did know that. You don't have sleeves, but you have racism. (laughs) 
Hey, hey, you know what? I, the way I almost said this almost sounded like a brag, but Milwaukee <laughs> is the most racist city in America. <laughs> You're like, I like, watch your mouth, Jess. We've, we've had racism and we still do. God damn it. <laughs> it's been here the whole time. Don't you dare be smudge me in my racist city. <laughs> Don't act like we 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 jumped off that bandwagon. We're still driving that train. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's so weird though, because like I don't even, like people get so attached to these fucking dumbass names that are so terrible, and like I don't think like I don't think I ever call like a foot like when I'm watching football like I don't think I ever call a football team by their name except for my own. Like when we play the Cowboys, I always I'd say Dallas like. Like we're playing Dallas, like we're playing Washington, like we play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the I guess like the Giants are probably like one of the like I guess there's like eighteen teams from New York. I was just gonna say, like New York, but sometimes I do say New York. I guess like we're playing New York, but um, yeah, like I always use the oh the the. (laughs) I'm sorry, I just went back to. Do you think they're from Cincinnati? I got confused. I think I was thinking of like teams that had changed their name, you know, because it was like offensive to Native American culture. And then I was just thinking of. God. I I love that our country actually provided June a loophole to get out of that blunder. Like, yeah, I was actually thinking Uh of a different racist team. (laughs) Yeah. Change. That's very easy to do because this country is so racist. Like oh, it's a little alarming. That's kind of like that's not good. Oh now I'm bad. <laughs> oh now I'm uh, Cleveland did change their name and they're not the Indians, they're the Guardians now. So they're called now of the Galaxy. <sighs> there was went, like oh. a it was kind of a like a like there was there was like an online, not formal thing of like trying to see like look get rocket. To be the mascot or something. That'd be amazing. Or to get a raccoon to be, or to get a, to, or to get a, a raccoon as the mascot, not necessarily raw there, a raccoon. Oh, I bet Disney lawyers were like, nah. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh. I think so. I have a feeling too. Unless you know, you give us a cut, yeah. MLB money. I, Disney I, likes I don't, money. Disney likes I, money. I see both sides getting their own Harvey Specter for that battle. Hmm. Um. I don't know. Disney's been hurt. I think it was kind of recently that they changed their name. And I mean, if it was like in the past, like two or three years, Disney's hurting for money, Paul. Like they're hurting for money real bad. It's 2022. <laughs> they had changed their name. Fucking, no, fucking think- Washington had a golden opportunity because in the amazing 2000 movie starring Keanu Reeves, he plays a quarterback for a professional team from Washington called the Sentinels. Like, they could have fought. I don't know why they didn't jump on that. Be like, you know, what? we're gonna be the Sentinels, and it's like a movie, and it's a movie that did poorly enough to not sue us. So, let's see, see. they should have just done what we did and just made up a nonsensical name. Like, what's a fucking Philly? Like, exactly. That's the Phillies. Like our fanat- our uh, fucking mascot, some like weirdo. Like. <laughs> Oh my god, but your basketball team is called the 76ers and people in 70 1776 own slaves. Oh god. <laughs> oh, damn it. They definitely didn't play basketball, that's for fucking sure. 
Oh, I bet. I, I You know what, dude? I bet Thomas Jefferson had one hell of a fadeaway. <laughs> That's fucking Lynn Manuel Miranda's next musical. Oh. <laughs> George Washington got them boards. <laughs> John Adams had a hell of a no look pass. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> and we know what Benedict Arnold did. Oh, he bet yeah. he bet on the other team. Yep. <laughs> Uh, no. oh. Man, America's racist. Yeah. Absolutely. Jesus. We're fucking founded. Go vote. Go vote. <laughs> Man, I feel like I need to resign from this podcast. <laughs> Just wow. for being white. <laughs> you, you know what, guys? I'll see you later, man. Y'all gotta go. The only one left. (laughs) (laughs) We're both white. We're fucking screwed, Paul. Oh, no, no, no. Didn't mean it like that. (laughs) No, not at all. Not mean it that way. (laughs) Yikes. Main event and tag in right now. We never got the. Wait, did you want to talk more about the morning show? I'm going to. Paul's going to catch up. So oh, we're going to keep okay. that on the tree <laughs> before we pick it. Oh, fuck. What, what just happened? I said oh. we're going to leave it on the tree, and then I said to pick it, and I felt really bad. Oh. <laughs> wow. Hey, wait, wait, June. Yeah, June, the strikes. Subject. One of the strikes is over, June. They did. Um, oh, here we, we go. Yes, please. Yeah, we, we will see what happens. All right, there it is. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, it just, because, like, I mean, I think there were gains. Um, I think the, like, I guess the last sticking point was the AI thing. And uh, here's the thing, though, like, they renew these contracts every three years. And the way that AI has developed, how crazy it is, I do think you do have to, you can't be so strict with the language. Um, but the pay raise is nice. Um, I don't know the specific specifics, um, but. I, I, what I think might happen, though, is, like, I guess they said, like, how many writers and how many you keep on during production, because that was one of the things, like, they kind of wanted to guarantee, right, of, like, writers having the steady job of, like, continuing to be in, like, the production, like, not just doing these mini rooms where you write a whole season and then you never have anything else to do with the show. They can pay you less and then you have no input. I don't know. I kind of, I mean, I feel like the, the movies are going to start. Well, I know that they renewed some contracts or they didn't extend. Oh, they, they decided not to extend. Like HBO decided not to extend a couple of the contracts. Because um, what they normally do, if you strike, they'll suspend your pay. Like if you're under contract with like a production company and they and you go on strike and you're not working, they're not going to pay you for the time you're not working. What they do is they suspend your contract. So like say this this strike lasted five months. So then like you know you they'll on the back end right like then they'll like they'll extend your contract by five months to make up for the time that they weren't paying you while you're on strike. But um, I mean they don't have to, and I think it's I don't really know the rules of all of it, but apparently I'll couple of these studios have opted not to do that 
So I have a really yeah. dumb question to ask. Um, yeah. So, like, you know, like, these writers, they were striking, but then they also probably had, like, they had a lot of downtime. They probably had ideas pop into their head. Can they use any ideas they came up with during this I don't, time? you know, that is a good question. I don't know. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, I think so. I think, I think in terms of, like, what your quote-unquote work is, it's not like you can't, I, I feel like that would be really unreasonable to be like, you can't even, like, write on your own time. Yeah, how could you even prove that either, like? Yeah, and so, no, I, I think it's, um, that is a good question, though. I mean, I... Validation? Like, you do a lot of downtime. I know, like, a bunch of, like, a bunch of people, like, ended up having to, like, get, like, side gig jobs. Um, what was it? Drew Carey, like, apparently bought, like, every time there was, like, an organized strike, like, like somewhere in Hollywood. Did you guys hear about this? Like, he paid for, like, the lunches of like all the strikers at like this one diner like he footed their bill paid like i don't know like four hundred thousand dollars or something over the course of all this no i think it was three thousand nine hundred and seventy four dollars and twenty six cents without going over oh okay that's a price is right (laughs) (laughs) one dollar apparently showed out like a lot of like he spent a lot of money and so he's sort of like he's one of the heroes like out of this that that's emerged out of the strike, like the writer strike is. Uh, yeah, he's emerged as a hero. And one of the villains, is, I you know what I Iger, think, Bob Iger. Yeah, well, him too. But I think I think Keels got canceled for Stephen Amell fucking saying some stupid shit. Could be during during the picket. Like you know what, dude? You said some dumb shit. You're done. Like go back, Oliver Queen. Could have been where like, hey, we have these shows and we need to make some cuts, right? Because we're losing money and all this other. So I mean, yeah, I think a bunch of shit's got going to get canceled. And I bet when they were going through their list, it was like that could have been saved if Stephen Amell hadn't like fucked up. I I actually think Stars is just going to get absorbed. I think Disney's going to swallow them up. Um, I don't see how they survive again. I don't. I don't see Peacock surviving. Like I think if if Peacock makes it to 2025, I will be very surprised. <laughs> which like which is so weird to me because when I like like uh I think it's so weird that like uh, West Wing is on HBO Max when or Max uh, to yeah. the Max because they <laughs> I don't know cause, because they bought the license to it and that's that's why they have friends right now like once those yeah, yeah like but it's also that's like all NBC <laughs> but Pe- but see thing is Peacock is not like it would actually automatically go to peacock though because i think like i don't know i don't know who actually owns owns it like because i at the time that like seinfeld and friends like the time that they were being aired like nbc didn't own the show like you leased shows back then like it wasn't that i think there was there was like a change that happened and some people think not like it that wasn't for the good of the entertainment industry but like yeah, these um, the studios didn't actually own the shows; they like rented them. Ooh, I have I have a question. Let's say Peacock goes under, and all these shows are up for bids again. Office comes back to Netflix. You think that takes out Suits? Oh, I well, the thing is, I feel like I feel like more maybe. 
I know that the office got a huge like boost revival right during the pandemic, but I think that was more people revisiting, you know, like a show they hadn't seen in a while because you had like you wanted. Like I know like Game of Thrones also had an uptick in viewership during the pandemic. I think it's because like no, you you couldn't do anything, you couldn't go anywhere. And you know, the, and I did this too. Like I think I rewatched all the West Wing, right? Like you, and I rewatched a bunch of friends because it was like, You're the reason. Something. What? You're the reason why I got into the West Wing. Oh my uh, god, we, it's so good. We were uh we did the Hamilton thing and you were talking about how you wanted to bring up the West Wing. They did some kind of special and it was kind of like, ah, let's not talk about it on PCL. But you were it talking nothing about political it. Political about it. It all it was. It was cool, but it was something they did during the pandemic. Um, and it was sort of they they staged, like, what I guess is what people think is like the best episode. It's the one where um Toby and President Bart were the the chess game. Yeah, this that's one? a it's great like the, episode. The third season. So they did like they they the cast came back. Um, but then. Um, it was Sterling Brown took the place of Leo because the at John Spencer passed away. Um, so they had uh, they were, that he was the only one that like, but everyone else in the original class like came back. They reprised what they did it as a stage production. Yeah, no, June. I'm telling you, you talked this up so highly that I watched the entire run of West Wing so I could it's watch so that good. special. <clears throat> I watched so it just so I could watch that live spe- or that. And that wasn't it good? Wasn't it like it was just cool to see it? Like it was like, cool to see, and I couldn't think of a better replacement for Leo. Yeah. Um, I like him. Yeah, he's so he's so good. He died like right around the time he died in the show. In real, no, life. actually, they had a rewrite. So the you know how like he's Jimmy Smith's running mate. Yeah. Um, so he dies, and then they're like, so I apparently they had to rewrite. So that was not the Jimmy Smith was not supposed to win. I think originally in the script it was like they they weren't they weren't gonna have him win, but then when the actor died when leo died they in real life they were like oh they're like they, they just they thought like this is the final season do we really want to go out with like him dying and like they also don't win the elect like they just they were like that's too sad right like especially for the final this being the final season and everything so they re- rewrote it I would be okay if Alan Alda's character in real life became president. Like, I'd be oh, okay no, with that Republican good. being our president. Like, it would be a lot better sw- pill to swallow than, like, Trump. Oh, yeah. Like, he got an it. Actual, well, because that was, like, that was a portrayal of, like, an actual, like, member of the DOP. Like, ever, like, like, the, like, kind of like a Bob Dole, like, not the, the not crazy right-wing nuts, right? No, he was pretty. He was he was a little right of middle of the aisle. Yeah, but but like, a little bit more moderate though, you know. And like, yeah, yeah, but like, you don't have them. Are the moderate Republicans are just don't. They're there. They just don't say anything, and they don't actually stand up for whatever. So I'd eat a piece of apple pie with that dude. Yeah, I love it's Alan Alda though. Like that, but he's, dude, Mash, come on. I love Alan Alda. I had a blast from the past on Suits. The dad from Family Ties had a big uh, arc. Really? Last time I, I saw him was Parks and Rec. 
Dang. He was one of, he was the guy, he was Ron before Ron. Okay. Like when they had that picnic of all the former, um, oh. like of all the former, whatever Ron's job was, he was the one that was always smoking weed. Oh, okay. I don't remember that episode of Parks and Rec. I gotta. God damn it, June. I thought we were friends. I know. I don't know why I don't remember. <laughs> Not that. anymore. I thought you cared for me. Yeah, you know. <laughs> wait, what is, wait, what is, um, streaming? Is it on, is it on Peacock? What, uh, Parks? Parks and Rec. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it? Okay. Oh my God. My favorite, one of my favorite things from Parks is when they're talking about like Chris being a good guy and Andy's like, you know, like I'll even give you April. Like I die in a, I die in like <laughs> yes. an accident. But I'm not really dead, and I see like how you care for him. I see that like you guys are loving each other. How could yeah. you do that? You were my friend. <laughs> I think one of the I think this was just it was cute and smart and just you know because Andy you know was not in shape right, but then oh what like come you like drinking two thousand <laughs> come come season what five or whatever in shape and Andy's suddenly buff. That and uh, they just do this like it's in the background and it's a throwaway line where, um, it, but like where he's talking to somebody and the person he's talking to just says, So, really, that's it. Like, you just like stop drinking, like, you know, you cut back on beer or something. And then Annie says, oh, like, oh, I mean, like, when I cut back from like, you know, like 10 to 4. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like how many were you drinking? Right <laughs> Two months. <laughs> Which is, it's a funny joke, but under, like my experience and, and quite a few people I know in the same position, it is it is quite the opposite. Um, <laughs> because when you stop drinking, especially like me with the whiskey, whiskey is pretty much sugar. So when mm-hmm. I cut that out, I had a sweet tooth, like a oh, son of you a bitch. Need some, yeah, you, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was just, dude, it was like, <laughs> I was a golden girl, dude. I was fucking, I was destroying cheesecakes, like my first three months of sobriety. Uh, cheesecake at three in the morning? I even found out I had an ex-husband named Stan. It was oh. weird. Stan <laughs> <laughs> really did get away from me. Yikes. <laughs> I love Stan in that show. He's fucking hilarious. He is funny. All right. All right. All right. So, yeah, we're going to save morning show. So you can watch it and because it's ridiculous and it's funny. It's, Do it's, I need funny. to catch up to that episode or can I just watch that episode? So where? Wait, when did you last leave off the last time Like you haven't watched? Second episode. I watched after. I watched the episode of The Hack. Yeah, you can, uh, yeah, you'll be fine. All right, cool. <laughs> nice. Cool, cool. All right, I think that leads us to our, oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to flat out say it. It's going to be super hard for me to contain myself to just this episode because curtain back, I have finished this entire s- series now. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I watched, I did, I did watch, but I don't I watched like the finale, like on the plane ride home, and honestly, like I don't, you know, it was on my iPad, and I think I kind of dozed through, there like, you go. through it too. So I don't, I don't really remember it. 
That's yep. going to be fun to talk. I had a raw reaction to that fucking finale. I can't wait. I'm excited to yeah. talk about it when we do, but yeah, it's going to be a little like this is why I, like at first I wanted the screeners, but now it's like, ooh, this doesn't make that much fun. I mean, not fun, but it's like reviewing is fun to make the predictions and it's like, ooh. Yeah. I'm going to be sly and like predict the actual finale and come off like I'm super smart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't honestly like how do you genuinely like Yeah, I don't know. Like you Yeah, it's hard to play like the prediction like game. Yeah. yeah. Can't you can't. You just have to review what you have. Yeah. <laughs> um and that that's about it. But yeah, uh so with that, we watched Episode 8 of uh, Physical, Season 3, Like a Mouse. Um, last time we were, or Sheila had just gotten Greta back um, from KK, uh, her her whole crew. Um, she had just gotten her back. Um, and she was like, did this whole like apology thing. And... Um, was basically like, let's, you know, Greta was like, well, I'll talk about all that, but let's get a burger first. So, <clears throat> and that's where we enter episode eight. So Sheila and Greta um, start brainstorming over, um, you know, however long this takes. I don't know. They don't give us a timetable. So, but it's like definitely like three different times at least. Um, so they're, they're brainstorming, um, they want spaces without mirrors, spaces without judgment. They want connection for women, a place for them and to lesbians. get away. And lesbians. 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 That, was, that was funny. <laughs> She's like, we're just, just whatever, just go with it. We're just. Embrace their no bad, answers. yeah, there are no bad answers or bad, bad ideas in brainstorming. <laughs> <laughs> she's just spitballing. She's just throwing Greta's throwing words out there. Words out, yeah. Uh, she, doesn't she repeat children like a couple of times too? Like, and as they're going through the list of like stuff. Oh, like they they got they they do this like a, like each of the times right they're meeting like where they're kind of like going through a list of whatever like what what like what we're looking for and like what our goals are right and then one of the lists like is like the stuff that women need a break from right and like yes. they're going back and forth and doesn't she. She mentions like children like more than once, I think. Like, yeah, she's she, like Reverend Lovejoy's wife. Will someone please think of the children? Yeah, oh, yeah, I think it's like, it's like oh, like because then she's like, oh, yeah, like you know, women, you know, they, they need a break, and then you know, like from this, from that, and like, she, and then yeah, that's right, uh, grab children twice. get away from my yeah, children, children. <laughs> yeah, so they're they're basically. Talking about um, expanding their their or Sheila's business, their business um, into this whole like lifestyle thing. So it's not going to be about exercise anymore um, entirely. But like they like like you said, they started throwing out different things like self defense, like well, self defense classes, child like care, a wellness, lifting, Lamaze classes, meditation. Yeah, basically, basically a one like one stop shop for um, pretty much everything that you need. As, you know, as a woman, like it's a place for women first and foremost. They changed the name, so Sheila is like, "Look, I don't want this to be called Body by Sheila anymore. She doesn't even want body in the name." Um, 
so then Greta comes up with strength in numbers. So that's their new, now that's their new business name. Um, <clears throat> so then they decide like, okay, if we're going to be doing all of this new, all of these new avenues, we need new instructors and we need a lot. Cause then they're like, well, you know, this could become franchising. They might talk about this later. Um, but they're like, we need some new instructors and we want to go like, we just want strong women basically. So they go all, there's a, a really fun montage where they just go different places looking for new instructors. They go to roller rink, they go to the, um, a beach gym and find a weightlifter, which is really fun. Um, that lady is jacked as shit. Um, they go to strip club. Um, Greta gives the the lady a little booty tap and puts the flyer. I thought that was cute. I thought that was very cute. <laughs> puts the flyer in her g-string. Um, <laughs> lady's yeah, like, I she's probably like, what the fuck? I wanted money, not a fucking flyer. <laughs> like, the fuck. Oh, imagine the paper cut. Yikes. Ouch. 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 No, thank you. Uh, she did fold it though. She folded it first, so that takes one of those. <laughs> she was gentle. <laughs> Bitch. I think she had a light. She she had a gentle touch. Yeah, she was she was she was good. Um, I would go to a strip club with Greta. Oh my god, she'd be so much fun. Oh yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. She'd just be like like all the strippers would be like, Oh my god, this lady's so nice and you as her friend there, like this is awesome. They're all coming to talk to her. Like right. Oh, right. Greta for the win. Yeah, no, she's yeah, she's great. Um yeah, she would be she would just like blurt out like the weirdest shit and it would be so much fun. <laughs> She'd just be like, titties! And you're like, okay. Like, yeah. Greta. Um, Where? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, point me. Point me in the direction. Over Six there. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so uh, now we go over to Danny, who is uh, practicing his breakup speech with Fidelia, um, yeah. which yeah. I fucking love this so part. He's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, is it because of Reggie? <laughs> I died. Reggie. Also, like, why? Like, why would it be because of Debbie? Like, uh, that didn't make I'm like, what? Yeah, I don't, I mean, like, maybe she thought, like, Debbie talked him out of it or something. Yeah. Because but... their age difference is so large. But um, she, and she says it more than once, too. She says it at least twice. <laughs> she calls oh, her yeah. Reggie. And then I think Danny, at one point, I'm like, I just, like I literally just said it. Yeah, he's like, I didn't I don't I'm what? And um, you know, and she's kind of obviously incredulous because she is a gorgeous young, you know, woman who came over in her lingerie to be like, hey, you know, because she thought like oh, he was like, I need to see you. It's a booty so she, call. Yeah, she's thinking it's a booty call. So she puts on her lingerie and is like, Oh, I know what you need. And he's like, mm we're done. And she's like, huh? Okay. And then just completely plays it off. Like, yeah, I don't care. Like no worries. Well, she shouldn't because Danny sucks and she is gorgeous and could have any person she wants. Like, uh, I think she was, I think she was sad initially, but then she was like, but then I think she kind of saw how pathetic Danny was because when she mentioned like, you know, she like, you know, at least, you know, like she was kind of like looking at the bright side. It's like, I don't want to get fired because now they finally got their shit together and how, quick nanny wants to be like oh i want to know what that business is oh my god he turns on the like he got so thirsty for it and that was when she was like 
oh, yeah, no, I don't need to be sad about this ending. I'm good. He got thirsty for the wrong thing. Fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh. Oh, then he got bad thirsty. <laughs> he's just so ridiculous. Um, yeah, he's he's the worst. He's the fucking worst. Like, oh, sorry, we can't do this anymore. But you can't help but be like, it's almost it's like a bless his heart. Like, you know, like, oh, bless your heart. Like, Danny, come on, man. Like, you, you made some progress there. Like, what's up with, you know, like the whole, like, I think Jesse even said, like, with, with Danny, it's like, he makes progress some, at one point. It's like the, like, one step forward, two steps back with him. Yeah, he's all the time. Every fucking day. Um, and, yeah, he just, he's, what was even the, re, like, was the age thing, the, that was the reason why he wanted to break up with her? Like, was that it? Um, I think he, because he still had feelings for Sheila. Oh, uh, I can't, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like, it just it was, it seems like a not. Didn't, it didn't seem like in the last episode he had, like, the revelation, like, oh, like, I still love Sheila or something. I don't know. I think Debbie might have said that to him. Yeah. But I don't know. that. I feel like that's never stopped him from having sex with more than one woman at a time. So I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. But in any case, he he breaks up with her. Um, she leaves and Debbie consoles Danny. And then she's like, oh, got to go. I'm going to go on my own date. And he's super sad. So he stays. He stays home. He doesn't do anything. But then we cut to the middle of the night. So he does do something. He drinks um, instead of, you know, doing anything else productive or just fucking going to bed. Sad going to bed. He just has a shit ton of drinks, gets drunk, wakes Maya up in the middle of the night um, to go get pancakes. Uh, That's who you take on your like Waffle House. Yeah, your daughter. Well, you take your like seven year old kid. Ugh, yeah. Like I have an idea. Let's go to, let's go to Sammy's and our Grammys. Um. Yeah, because he really he he was trying. It was almost like he was trying to compensate. Like the time he's had with her has he's been trying to force like such a bond, and now he's drunk and like, oh man, like. I actually feel like I could bond with her right now. Let's actually do something kind of fun. And but he's a fucking, yeah. you know, something else is in control. And ugh, man, I got I, I didn't think I was gonna finish this episode. I didn't know if I want to talk about this tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's tough. This is it's, fucking terror. I think I texted you, Jess. Like, ew. Yeah, you were like, I'm gonna finish this later. Like, I did not. You're like, I did not like that scene. <laughs> no, no, because he. Oh. I hated that scene. I hated like how it kind of played into the the rest of the episode and the next episode is just yeah, like it does. It just stays. This is yeah. It does stay with like yeah. This know, is so just long. Like, like it's just like like uh like um you know I never did anything crazy like that. I tried to hide it in front of the kids, but like man, like about two months into sobriety, Hazel just casually says, "Hey, we don't stop at that liquor store anymore. No, he would buy us no. candy." Because I would hide the bottle, like, in my jacket, and I always come out with, like, I thought I was telling them, like, I thought I was making them believe it was the candy store, but they could never come inside. Like, they had the yeah. car. 
So it was like, oof, like, oh, it was just like, God damn it, Paul, you're Danny right now, you son of a bitch. I don't like seeing me. Yeah, you didn't spin out your car, though. No, but there's been multiple times. They were never in it, thank God. There's been, I hate to say it, you know, the liquor store is a couple blocks, and I always justified it at that time. Like, it's just two blocks. I can... Mm-hmm. You never know, man. You just all it takes is one fucking that's car true. inching through a stop sign. You know, oh no, like yeah, I, that's true. I mean, I, I, you know what though, like I, you know what I, I admit, like yeah, there. Looking back, yeah, there are times where I probably shouldn't have been driving, and I did. Hundred percent. And then it's like, yeah, and then you're definitely not the only one. Ooh. Or you justify it to yourself, like, I know I'm buzzed, so I'm going to be more attentive. Or or you're just kind of like, I'm so close, right? Like, I'm so close. Or or, I I actually think I am fine. Like, it's not like I'm even, like, brave and Like, I think that's sometimes where that scared me, where I'm like, when I look back at the night before, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I didn't even, I didn't even like, I didn't second guess myself. I thought, I totally thought I was fine. And then the next morning I was like, oh, nope, that wasn't Not smart. Fine. That was uh, bad. That was definitely numb and stupid. Yeah. Yep. Not fine at all. Um, yeah. He spins out the car. Um, nobody gets hurt. No, they didn't even crash into anything um, as far as I could tell. And the, you know, he starts crying, you know, um, Maya's not crying, but obviously scared. Um, and is like, no, it's okay. And she's like consoling him because he's crying. It's like, oh, Jesus, this is so fucked up. She was more traumatized by his reaction. Yes. Yeah. Know, exactly. the actual incident. Yeah. Cause she, he's the one that's supposed to be, doing the consoling like he's supposed to be the one that's like we're okay like everything's fine like i've got you i'm taking care of you instead of he's crying and she's like and she is like it's okay nobody was hurt you know um she pities him so much that when he said like she just wants to protect daddy so he says uh, quiet as a mouse yeah he's yeah don't tell don't tell your mom um, you know, this is just a secret between us. Like, you need to be quiet, whatever. Quiet as a mouse. Um, so then we cut over to Sheila and Carlos uh, having or making dinner or having dinner or about okay. trying to have dinner. <laughs> I don't think they get to dinner. I think there's I, I, like, did you guys catch where he put something in her drink? <laughs> no. <laughs> because that's not how their story ended. Their story ended exactly the way I said it would. Yeah, he Dude, got a yeah no, and there's like a blurb in the last season in the last episode. Like, man, that the post credit scene is that local farmers scene? market vendor arrested for serial killing for murder for for chef. That's murder. what the that's what the stinger is. Yeah, he definitely murdered that chef in that restaurant. Oh um, yeah, he was slicing up chefs like his tomatoes. Hundred percent. He's the tomato killer. Um, <laughs> he's he's Attack of the tomato killer. <laughs> he leaves part of tomatoes and murders on Apple's part. Like really dumb. Like that was smart. It's it's terrible. I really dislike that. That's um, so she so Maya is under the table eating <laughs> eating crackers and cheese like, like a. Mouse. Mouse. 
and has not spoken at all since. She's the... not even just eating them. She's nibbling at them nibbling. like a mouse. Yeah. Like the way she's eating the crackers, like she's gnawing at it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. My, this is a me thing. Just based on all the hate I projected onto Carlos, I thought he was going to like slap the kid. Me too. I did too. I thought oh, he was just going to backhand her and be like, be a person. I did too. And when he started telling Shayla, like before, so like he, like, she's like, okay, like enough's enough. Like you got to get out. And Maya's like, no, like she's not yeah, budging. Break. And then she's like, okay, come on. Yeah. He's trying to play the nice guy. And like, I, before Sheila like whips her head around, I was like, oh, you are not telling her how to parent. Like I was so mad at Carlos. Dude, I was sitting up. I'm like, here it comes. Like, it's going to be a <laughs> blowout fucking fight. Like, he's going to try like, to kill them. I was like, fuck you, dude. You don't tell you don't tell Sheila how to parent her. I mean, child. this is just evidence, right? Like, clear evidence. Like, how? Like, yeah, not the right actor for this role. Like, you needed. This was, this was bad apple. Like, just. This is yeah, really that was. Bad. This is very bad casting on, yeah. on their part for like. You know, everything else, like all the other castings of the show was like spot on. But this one this was really. And it's weird because I feel like this, was in, this could have been kind of important for like Sheila's development, right? Because like the whole thing is like she's like she's she's kind of an anti-hero, right? Like you could have leaned into the whole anti-hero thing. And if you had a like or a more relatable, the better casted person. Like, you would feel bad for him, right? And it would be kind of like, you would be angry at Sheila. Like, you know, like, he was a nice guy, a great guy. He was someone who brought stability and whatever. But you're just so self-destructive, right? And so you ruin it. Like, you could have, though that could have been interesting. But they didn't want to go that route. Nah, he treats yeah, restaurant staff like shit. The guy's a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's gotta go. Carlos has gotta go. Dude, he's um, got to go. And I, if I was Sheila, I'd be like, motherfucker, you wanted to meet her. And I was trying to put the kibosh on it. But you fucking, you insisted. Here's what you get. Don't fucking tell me what to do with my kid. Like, yeah, seriously. Like, you wanted to meet the kid. The kid is not doing what I'm asking her to do. And this is what happens when that when that happens. Like, she's got to be punished. Like, she's not... Doing what I need. Because it's not like, you know, it's like you got to get out. No. So she gets punished. See, I think I do. I understand what his instinct, though, to kind of be like, yeah, let's not make a big deal about it. Because when you don't have kids or you don't, you're not around like me. Like, I don't I don't know how kids operate and whatever. It's like whenever I get uncomfortable, whenever I'm around people and like they have to like discipline their kids. Because I'm kind of like, especially when it's something where, like, they feel like they, the kid needs to, like, apologize for me or it's something. Where, and I, so I'm just more of the mind like, hey, I don't need to apologize. I don't. I'm good. Right. Like, it's not. Not like let, let's not. I don't want you to have to, like, have this family drama or whatever on account of me. Yeah. You know, like if I'm at someone's house and like the kids misbehaving, right, and running around and. The parents like you need to like sit down and be respect or whatever, or you need to come say hi. Like I think I went to someone's house and like they were like come say hi to Miss June, and the kid like didn't listen, kept running around. It kind of escalated, and I got really uncomfortable. And so I was like, yeah, it's I don't need to say hi. We're good. Man, I would have made Carlos apologize to Maya. That's it. 
so I just I get I get the in, again like if they had gotten a better actor to do this it could have been like you could have been like I get like he's like comfortable and he's kind of like let's not escalate this that's that's how I'm I am I'd be like she's acting like a mouse because you're a fucking rat go apologize to my daughter <laughs> Her, I'm sorry for scaring the shit out of you. Yeah, fucking you fucking. Murderer. Yeah, you fucking. <laughs> Why don't you go flip off some fucking Olive Garden worker, you piece of shit? <laughs> like, let's just let's just breach the fucking bar that you don't work at. You're just a fucking farmer market. I don't even think you're an actual vendor. Like, see, I think the the whole problem too, though, of like, and I know I'm jumping ahead, but it does because we're talking about we're making fun and we're doing about the Carlos thing, but like. The, the the breakup, right? Like she was in the wrong. Well, we'll accusing we'll get him there. accusing him of not accusing him of being sexist and whatever when really well, that's not a sexist thing to be like in the per in the if you're having a relationship with somebody and all they talk about is work, that is not a it's not it's not anything, right? It's just a relationship thing. Like, hey, it would just all you do is think about work and talk about work. And like, I feel like I don't have room in your life. You know, like, where do I fit? That's just a relationship discussion. But because this actor who they got cast with Carlos, it's so her, her immediate of like yelling at him saying he's sexist, like the way that it, it could have, I feel like it did not come out like the impact of like, this is her at her worst, right? Like this is a, this is her ugly side. You're not really wrong. Uh, but I had, there's a lot more to that scene. I mean, that we'll get to. We'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Cause there's a, there is a lot to that scene and I have a lot to say about what he fucking says. Cause I'm, I'm mad at him about that too. Yeah, um, Carlos. <laughs> Carlos. But, um, she, so she doesn't come out. Maya gets punished. Uh, Sheila calls Danny the next day and he totally denies it. Of course he does. Cause he's not going to own up to shit right now um unless it benefits him in some sort of way so then uh we cut over to Greta and Sheila meeting with their new uh recruits for um instructors they kind of are confused at first because like this the lifestyle like fitness wellness center thing has not been done yet it's all been like separate avenues so they're like, wait, I thought you wanted us to be instructors. And they're trying to explain, like, the idea that, like, no, this is, like, a whole wellness thing. It's, like, to empower women, not just about the exercise or whatever. So, and that's basically what the catalyst is for growth and power. And then that's when they start talking about franchises and, like, oh, okay, like, we, you know, like, we should franchise this thing and make it global. And then they try to reel themselves in. And then Greta, um, you know, they're like, but we need money to do this. And Greta is basically making her stand like, I don't want to use Ernie's money um, for this. Like, like we can't take any more money. I don't want to. Yeah. And Sheila is totally. Like, this guy is ready to hit me with his belt. Like, yeah, I'm just one right. conversation away <laughs> from getting beat. Carlos. <laughs> and, you, and the fact that Sheila does like, you, like you said, Jeff, like Sheila is like, I respect that. You know, and I think that is the growth in their relationship. Like, I feel like that kind of solidified that their their friendship had evolved into a more secure place. Like, Sheila was actually, like, treating Greta as an actual friend because I feel like old Sheila 
would have been like, oh, okay, that's fine. But then try to manipulate Greta into asking Ernie for the money because that is the easiest path, right? Yeah. And the fact that she's like, I understand where you're coming from. I respect that. We'll find a different way. Yeah. And, and she stuck to it. And she stuck to it. Yeah. And she also has, she is also very much into this idea so at this, she believes that, she, that they can just go to the bank and like somebody will give them money. Like that's, that's like, she very much be like, oh, we'll just, you know, we'll just tell them. And then we cut into the montage where it's, you know, the, the, the bank loan montage where they just get rejection after rejection um, because all of the, all of the loan managers are men. So that of course they're not going to see the value in what they're trying to do. Uh, love the polar opposite montages in this episode. Like, hey, we're going to build this business. And then the next montage is like, nope, you're not getting this business. Yeah, they're like, sorry. There's a dude just playing golf in his fucking... Mm-hmm. Like, hold on just one second. Time out. <laughs> She's like, wait a second. Um, and, you know, Greta's like, oh, if only, only these were women. And um, that's when Sheila gets her idea. And uh, the the music that was playing in the background was not was not Material Girl, but it took it, it me sounds like it fucking forever. And like I watched this episode at least three times, and each time that that part came up, I was like, I know this this is like the beginning of a song. Like, what song is it? And it could be the beginning to the song. I don't know because they do they do get a lot of um, they do um, get a lot of songs for these episodes. Like we had my girl just on earlier. Um, So they get a lot of music, but usually when they use like iconic eighties music, the music, they use the lyrics at least like for a minute or not even a minute, but like at least a couple seconds. Um, But it took me so long. And then finally today I was like, Oh, it's material girl. (laughs) That's that's the song. Okay. Uh, Which is a beautiful, which is a wonderful song. Uh, kind of weird. This, video. Yeah. Um, but yeah, kind of, kind of weird for the, for this month. Like it fits in the money aspect of it, but not necessarily in what they're trying to do. So it was kind of a weird. It's not shopping. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a weird pick, but oh, well, I'll, I'll let it slide. Cause I love that song. But, um, so when you know Greta's like oh if this was a woman like we totally get this we totally get alone so then Sheila has like a light bulb appear over her head and is like hmm okay and she just like leaves without telling Greta anything I know, um, Greta's like what okay cool, she's cool. like uh okay she would have told Greta Greta be like you fucking nuts yeah she Greta wouldn't have been done, that we're done it part, this part I didn't under I yeah, you have your question. Yeah, yeah. I didn't understand logic. Yeah, because she goes. So Sheila goes to the food kitchen that Maria volunteers at and approaches her to give the business plan to her Bream. <laughs> so, Which, but yeah, like, so she wants Bream to invest in it, right? That's but, what it comes off as. But like, so which it would have been. Why can't, why, Sheila, like, they were on good terms. So I yeah. don't understand why she couldn't, I yes, me, I, I kind of thought this might have been, this might have been a stretch. I think, mm-hmm. to, to get Maria, to, to get Maria and, like, 
to get to where we end up with Maria and and Bream. I, I think and, she wanted to be. I think she wanted to be Bream's equal, so she felt like she'd be going down. You know, asking him, and then I think the play to Maria was kind of hoping she would separate the artist from the art. Like, hey, at one moment you fucking believed in what I did. You watched the videos. You worked out. Like, forget that I'm doing it, but no, like it had an impact on your life. Like, your yeah. husband, you know, he loves you. Like, he might be more receptive to this coming from you than from me. Like. Like, especially seen as you don't like me, but if you come up to him being like, hey, I may hate that fucking Sheila, but what she's doing, like, at one point in my life, I revolved around it. I believed in it. Like, this could be huge. Like, you could be on the ground floor because it got me over. And for a massive woman audience, like, this could be a hit. That is an unrealistic uh, expectation from Sheila. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think uh, I think that's just <laughs> Sheila totally not understanding who Maria is as a person. Like oh, I think she boundaries, just Sheila, you slut, you fucked her husband. Boundaries, like come on. I think it's a bold. Like, what are you doing? Though. I I, 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 just, I re- oh, I'm sorry. Ooh, oh. I mean, I think it's just her. Like it's just like one of those things that's showing her, like lack of mm, I don't know if I want to say judgment or what but it's like she just doesn't like she like she's trying she's she's trying to be like oh like the message is gonna go above all of that other stuff and because I know this insider information about like what you know what she's going through like this can help like Paul said but you know, it's, I think, I think it's more to show, you know, Sheila's lack of understanding Maria's character. I I respected it because at like, like, especially leading up to this scene, like she's not driven by her voice. Like it was a bad choice to make, but it was her choice. Like she wasn't driven by like the addiction or like her, her like self nagging, like there was no way, like I don't think there was any internalization in this episode. No, I, no, there wasn't. I and I agree with that. Like I agree with that. It, it's like it, like she, like Sheila herself as the character is thinking that she's going above all of this stuff and like she's coming at it with integrity and stuff like that. But I think for us as the audience, it's just. To like to show us that she does not know Maria, like she doesn't know. Yeah. Maria. I think she knows Maria, but like we know Maria, like we she saw Maria threaten that fucking waiter, like we saw her throw yeah. drinks and shit. Like we know well, her. She yeah, does. Saying though, like okay, look, slept with my husband. Not too long after that, try to come up to me to appeal to my. You know, whatever my, you know, to basically, yeah, I don't know. I, I would, I would have, I would kick that woman's ass if anyone had, my husband had the gall to come up to me with a fucking business proposal. I would be like, oh, or, it was for oh, sure. sure. Yeah, I mean, well, they already, yeah, but they already did have that whole scene though when they basically like ambushed her at the hotel room and was like you should we forgive you and you should 
be saved or whatever it was they did. They told her, they told her to repent. (laughs) Yeah. So like there was that whole, whole part. Not that I think Sheila thought that she was fine. I, it's just like a whole, I don't know. It's just a whole thing. I, you know, I don't have a clear answer of why, like why they would, um, like why she wouldn't just go directly. I, 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 I think it's a stretch. I, I unless I think she's trying to, unless in some weird way she's trying to atone, like repent, like you know, okay, like I did this thing and that sucks. So like maybe I should try to help her. I mean, it's to me, it's a not minor. John wasn't I mean, doing I, a great job, and he told her he wasn't doing a great job. He was like, "Yeah, I told her to go to therapy," and she's like, "Wait, what? Hold on." <laughs> like, yeah, you I mean, tell her to go. Like, I, I honestly, I think this is a little <laughs> bit of sloppy writing, and I mean, it's it's minor, right? Like, I think it's just a nitpick. Um, but I think it's just it was they it's it's a way to like kind of tie in Maria and John's story to where it ends, right? And we'll get into like basically the, what they decide to do, and what I think the reason is like why Bream is like, nope, this is what we have to do. So I, I just I think it was kind of a sloppy way of getting to that point. Yeah, but, you know, it's, minor, I, it's minor and it's fine. I mean, whatever, but it just it doesn't really make that much sense. What I appreciate about the scene too is that, yeah, like she had that crazy confront dumb confrontation. The, it does it like yeah it's stupid for her to even think she has a chance but afterwards she didn't even think about like eating and throwing up like to no. me like that for me like mm-hmm. yeah I, like i'd be like oh man i need a drink after this that was fucking nuts like it shows growth on that part of her journey at least to me yeah i agree that sorry yeah um yeah i agree too um, so Maria takes the, the business plan, um, anyway, and then we shoot over to Debbie and Danny. Um, you know, she's, Maya's still playing mouse. Debbie's like, oh, it's fucking kid. <laughs> um, you know, like, I, I would like to punch her cause she just won't talk. Um, which actually that got a, that, that got a laugh for me when she's like, she mentions the thing about like, I don't think like eating that much cheese is good for your digestive system. Like I know. Um, and then, uh, Danny of course confesses like the whole, um, drunken accident drive shit and like, Oh, that's why he's, that's why she's crying. She's like a mouse because I told her not to tell anybody and all of that. And, um, you know, he, he's like, oh, I felt so alone and, you know, you had gone out and she's like, whoa, hold on a second. <laughs> like, you are not blaming me for what you did. Like, that's, that's not what's happening here. And, um, he's like, well, I'm not blaming you. It's just that, you know, like if you had left, like none of this would have happened. I'm like, you fucking blame me. That's, blinking. That's exactly what you're fucking doing. Um, <laughs> and she's like, oh no, 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 no. Fuck no. Like I gotta get out of here. Like, this is not good. Like I can see what's happening here. Like this is, this is now becoming, you know, a dysfunctional relationship and I'm just allowing you to just act like a child. And, you know, he's, he's like, well, you know, I can't be alone. And she's like, no, 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 no. 
you can be alone. You just don't want to be alone, which is a totally different separate thing. thing. Yeah. Like he's not, you know, he was having trouble in the beginning and everything like that. And having help is definitely useful, but like he could do it on his own. He could, it, he's not, you know, he doesn't have, you know, a problem that he needs somebody there. Um, so she packs up and leaves. Um, she's like, I, I got a, I got a job anyway. <laughs> Debbie's always got a new job. Um, <laughs> so he had an opportunity. Like there was, if he just, you know, had an, just, if he was just not Danny, just, I don't know. No, there was a moment. Cause when he first says he would you know, he's like, you know, I, when he, when he confesses and he's like, this is what I did. And then he kind of goes through the litany and was like, you know, I was alone. And then he was like, and then you left. But like, he could have totally corrected and been like, no, I'm just saying like, you know, I was alone, right? Like, you know, you had gone out and you'd done your thing. And I was just, I was alone. Like, I'm not saying I'm blaming you, but then he doubled down. Yep. He's like, like he, he had a moment. He had a, he had a choice and he chose wrong. He did choose wrong. Um, Cause he definitely was like, yeah, but he just repeated what he said. <laughs> like, he's just like, yeah, yeah I mean, you yeah. left and then I was alone. And then I drove out. I'm like, I'm giving you a chance to to back like to to, to back up on that. And he did not think take a, it. Think about what you just said. Yeah, and wrong that is because nope. you made the choice to get behind to drink and then get behind the wheel with your daughter in the car. <laughs> like I had no part in that decision. Um, but yeah, so she leaves, and he's like, ah, oh, like sad again. Um. And now we go over to the fight. <laughs> so um, they, they're uh, in bed. Carlos gets up. Uh, he's like, I'm going to take a shower or whatever. And then he's like, oh, I left. Did you notice? I left some stuff here, you know, for like when I sleep over. And, you know, she's Sheila is just distracted by the, the loan and how she's not getting one. And Carlos is like, that's all you talk about. Work, 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 work. Um, and then that's when. Oh, that's, why, that's why I'm mad. That's why I'm fucking pissed off at him. Because, like, he, like, because, like, it would be one thing if it was, like, a job that she hated, right? Like, if it was just, like, an office job that she just goes to, she does, like for the paycheck or whatever and comes home. But this is like her business that she's making by herself as a woman. And then also like, so it, so this is like, if this fails, like she's done, like this is, this is it for her. Like this is like, she needs this to succeed and she needs that loan for that to happen. And like, this is her passion. Like her passion is helping women be empowered and what she's talking about you know the the whole wellness and lifestyle thing i mean that's like super important um and fucking carlos the first time he meets her talks about a fucking tomato for like 20 minutes there was that part there was that one scene where he's talking about the fucking brussels sprouts <laughs> like he and that's his passion so it is like but but here's the thing though it's like that's your passion. You like absolutely talk about that, whatever. But don't get fucking mad at her if she's if she's like distracted by her business. Don't be like, oh, this is all you talk about. It's like fuck. But you. here's the thing. 
I I get that, but when you're like, that's the thing though. Like, and I I've had to learn this. Like, I was so used to just being on my own and independent that I only thought about my needs, what I what is what's preoccupied my mind. Like, right? Like, I never gave a thought. Like that was one of the things I had to learn. Like being in a relationship. Like, but she doesn't want to be in. So, well, that's what I'm saying. So the problem is she shouldn't be. Like, you're right. Like, yeah, her, everything's riding on this business. She this is a huge thing for her. I get all of that then this is not the time in your life to be in a relationship because you don't have, you don't have the bandwidth to like you. And plus the thing is like, you barely have enough for you and Maya and that's it. That's the only room you have in your life. You do not have any to give to someone who is not Maya or yourself. So I kind of, I can see, I can see what they were trying to do. Right. Like it's, you know, and I think the, the con is not necessarily like this is all you talk. I think it's just more like, I don't like you are so preoccupied with this business thing. And I get that and I get it's important, but like, also like, I like you and I would like to be in a relationship, but like, I kind of, you kind of like where, like, how do I fit in? Like, is this like, is this like something that I can even like be a part of? Like, well, see, and I think that's which is which is Carlos's a fucking problem which because is a he's not. First of all, well, and we we also get this from the like the argument when she really starts laying into him. But he's not he's not assertive enough for her. So there is no point, at least that I can remember, that they that they have ever officially said that they were in a relationship. Like she does. Mm, that might be a different no, episode, no, but because um she does like ask him to come to vegas right and like she, she was she, fucking drunk well, when she said when she called that doesn't count he did that give her an out the next morning when she, she felt he guilty did. he's projecting that relationship like like he's like i brought some stuff over is that okay again this is the bad like you've so already this is not how it's supposed over, to come dude. across but see, I think this is the problem. Like, I don't think that that is how any of their relationship was supposed to come across. I think this was supposed to be something completely different. I think he was supposed to be a nice, good guy, like someone that you you can't help but be on his side, right? Maybe not assertive, like, and it's something that like, there's nothing wrong with him. He's just not right for her, right? And I think it's one of those where and it would have been interesting if they had done this better. Where well, you were the, on his side and you understood his point of view, and exactly, I did feel I, like she was yeah. harsh. She could feel like being a I, sexist. That I was an it, overreach, and that was a yeah. reaction, and that was a that was just lashing out Look, in a hurtful way. I am not condoning. Well, okay, I'm not fully condoning Sheila's reaction to this, but. Like I, I, I will never, it doesn't matter who is in Carlos's shoes at the point in my life where I'm at right now as a independent business owner, woman, whatever, single person, I will never take the dude side. Like the, that shit that he pulled where he's like, oh, I just left some stuff here. Is that cool? I'm like, you're like in my, in my mind, I'm like, you already fucking did it. Like, what am I supposed to say now? Like, No. Get your that shit was also out. dumb to me. Like, I would have like, been so just do mad. it, and then you know, here's the thing: is like here's the, the the way you play that is you do leave stuff, right? And then if the person says something to you, you can just be like, uh, you know, it's, I get it. It's a test, right? Like I've done it too. Like I did it when I my now husband. Like I started leaving like little things, like nothing major, but like you know, I leave a T-shirt 
or I, you know, have a toothbrush or something at his place. And it was something where I could easily, and I could have easily been like, oh, my bad. I didn't mean to leave that here. You know, if you brought it up, it's a challenge. I just wanted Sheila. I just wanted to, she, I just wanted Sheila at one point to say, you know what? This all could have been easy peasy if you just would have left me the fuck alone at the bar like I asked you to three times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would I mean, have been... I think if the, she would have blocked it up, I would have died. She was, she was, she shouldn't be in a relationship at this point in life. I think that was, that's the whole point of this whole thing is like, she is not. So what Sheila should have done. Ready. What she Sheila should have done is she should have read the writing on the wall with this dude because um, I would never, there's no way I would have given him maybe like one date, maybe two. And that would have been, I would have been done. I'd have been like, Oh, this guy, no, he's going to try to weasel his way in. <laughs> he's going to be just, he's going to always be there. Like from that first, like Brussels sprout conversation. And I like Brussels sprouts, but from that first Brussels sprouts conversation, no, I think she was confusing. Like, I, think she was you. Con- I think she was confusing, like, you know, like this whole thing has also been about her trying to be a better person, lonely. right? Like I I well, I think she was lonely, but I think she was also like kind of thinking like it was like mistakenly, you know, and I think people have done this. I, I've done it. You stay in a relationship a lot longer than you should have, right? Like you feel bad, you feel kind of guilty, or you think that like giving them a chance is like you know, being part of being a better part, like, it's just, I, I, and so, like, she, she should have, she should have, number one, not been dating him, or she should have let, she should have broken up with him a long time ago, because then what happens is it leads into this fight, where she, she where she does say horrible, horrible things, which, well, if you don't like Carlos, I don't think people deserve to be spoken to like that, um, in general, like, it's just not, I mean, it, it, it just, it's not, that's that. That's not cool. Like how, like but yeah. Whether you like 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 him or not, like I don't think, I don't think he did anything to warrant being spoken to like that. Honestly, in my opinion, I I don't think that that was completely warrant. I I don't think that she was in the right there. Um, again, I just I when you start like because you know that was just she lashed out right. Like that was the whole thing. She lashed out, and I think what I took offense to. Is that a first thing is to accuse them of being sexist. And I'm like, eh, that's not cool. Like, just to throw that around. Right. And I just, yeah, and, and, I, and to me, it was her just, she wasn't thinking. And she was just, again, like I said, she lashed out and just, she wanted to throw something in his face. Because to me, it, did, it wasn't a well formed argument that she was making. It was just, she was just saying stuff. And to me, that's what it was. I just, I don't think that's cool. Were you going to say something, Paul? Yeah, I have, I have one thought and then I have a question for both of you. The, the thought just kind of popped in my head where, like, I'm that, like, I, I, I see June's side for sure because I, I remember, like, and I, I would say, like, oh man, like, you know, like these, well, probably definitely like eating disorder groups probably weren't that huge like uh aa groups were at that time but man i remember like like when my sponsor realized i was legit like i was coming for about like a good month straight the first thing he said to me was like if you're gonna take this serious i highly suggest no relationships for at least six months yeah so i see june's point of like yeah she definitely was i mean and both of you are saying like she's in no place 
to be in a relationship because you're just you're figuring yourself out again like you're this is a whole new you like you are being reborn she had no business being in a relationship and uh, like especially with carlos but like my question is <laughs> uh, honest question because i'm playing in my head i i go up into a bar and i take carlos's approach 10 out of 10 times i'm turned down like a dude like that like, like let, let's say it's a different actor does comes on to you exactly how carlos did and you're denying him at first are you is he still getting the chance no that how they did all of that like I, it would have been better if he was there and then she in fact it would have been better if she was inquiring and she was kind of like oh are those homegrown right if it was just more of like yeah. if it was more natural rather than him pushing it on her when she's like i like to be left alone like that the the way they handled the Carlos line from from the beginning, yeah. The way they wrote him and then who they cast, just they missed. I, and the thing is, like, I can see what they were trying to do. Yeah, it's thirty five percent. Like I think the actor, but sixty five percent, I can't get that initial meeting out of. Like I will. Yeah, it was badly. That was just villain. bad writing. That's just, that that's bad writing for what they were trying to do with yeah. this part of the story. There's yeah. no it, it way. bad. There's no way. Now I no. am a lot more secure in doing stuff like what Sheila was doing. So like I feel like the reason why Sheila stayed uh at the restaurant, even though she shouldn't have, and I agree it was sloppy writing, but the way that you can kind of look at it is like she that time she was trying to have a meal out by herself so that was kind of like oh like i'm gonna push myself to do this me personally would have been like i can eat by myself whenever go to the movies by myself whatever take myself out to dinner take myself out for a drink whatever anytime i fucking want to so like that guy comes up to me i'm like fuck you didn't listen like the the minute he does not listen to something that i tell him like i don't want to talk to you the minute he crosses that line and chooses not to listen to me, I know he's no good. <laughs> like, fine, you're out. I just like, tell people to not talk to me. Like when I go eat by myself, like if I go to a bar by myself, <laughs> I know. And someone and a guy is like, I just, I just say, I just want me time. Well, I'm here yeah. by myself because I choose to be. I mean, I just flat out say it. Um, I can't imagine going single, to a even restaurant. Even when I was single. Yeah, even if I was single, like, I would, this is why, like, people would be like, you got to be, like, nicer to people. And I was like, but I don't want that guy. I don't want to talk to I don't want to engage with him. I don't want to do the whole dance. Like, I just want to be, or, like, if I'm out with, like, my friends, right? Somebody tries to buy me a drink. I'm just like, no, I don't want a drink from you. No. And my friends are like, come on. Like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I just, I don't know. Yeah, yeah that scene pisses me the fuck off no. now thinking about it. No. Because I remember, I can't even imagine Sheila First time going to a restaurant with the eating disorder. I remember first time going to a restaurant during a time where I knew like they offer you like a glass of beer or wine. Like it's a whole challenge, and you got this fucking guy. Yeah, like, up, hear up about face. some How is he I'd be like, know. fuck this. <sighs> number one, he doesn't know. I mean, he doesn't know that. Like, no, he doesn't no know, but like he should know. Like she said no twice. Like, yeah, again, bad writing. Uh, again, really bad writing. They they could have done their 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 introduction. Yeah, and I'm much better. Fucking it was it was just <laughs> that that I think is this is that's like the down that that's probably this is the that's the low point 
of this season. Like it's that that's a Carlos a sexist piece yeah, of shit. Just how that whole the way sexist. that they wrote the whole the way they wrote the character, the way they you know wrote the story between the two of them and their relationship and like it none of it none of it worked. All of it was bad. No, they they really didn't and she um she lays into him, you know, she she talks about um you know, being assertive and, um, you know, how she finds the ambition attractive and he, Carlos mentions Bream and, you know, she, she admits, uh, to everything, you know, like I slept with him, like I was married and I slept with him anyway. And, um, you know, she says, that's what ambition does. It makes someone desirable. You might want to look yeah. into it. She, I was blew like, the, she blew, <laughs> she, she was, she was blowing the relationship up. That was oh, yeah. of just like breaking up with him. She, oh yeah, she was she, like, you know, I'm just gonna blow this up. Yeah, fucking good. Yeah, good because he doesn't come. He he, de- like he's out. He's out of there. He's gone. Um, yeah. you know, and she's basically like trying to be, and like this. That's like what she should have done that night. Like we were just talking about it that night. She should have been like, "You're ugly, and you look like a serial killer." <laughs> and then maybe. Would not have tried a second time. And what a fucking dumb dumb. Like your girlfriend just tells you, like, hey, like I like ambition. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna talk about this ambitious guy that I know used to be with you that was ambitious enough to confront me at the farmer's market. At my at my own uh like dude, you're you're not ambitious, but you bring up an ambitious guy. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Carlos. (laughs) Fucking Carlos. Fucking Carlos. See, I'm not as annoyed with the character. I'm just annoyed with the show for not doing this right. I don't. That's where my my annoyance is not necessarily the character. It's more of like the the like what like the way that how good the show has been, how good they've been about writing the different dynamics between the characters. Uh, It for me, I'm frustrated with the writers. It's like you you know better. You know better. Like we've seen you do better for two seasons. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. That. Yeah. Well, it's blown up, so we don't have to worry about that. See ya. All right. So, anyways, uh, we cut over to um, Maria and Bream. She tells him about Sheila approaching her. Um, and, you know, she's just like, oh, okay. Like, of course, like, she's going to know that, like, you know, you told her fucking all of her shit. And she's just like, you know, it'll never be over between the two of you. And um, Bream's basically like, it's time. <laughs> and she's like, what? And um, they have land in Mexico. So basically, he's just like, it was revealed to me that we should go now because you're so pissed off at me that there's nothing else that I could possibly do to make oh, this Oh, no, I thought it was this. more of like, he realized, no, like, I thought it was just more, I have to get away from Sheila. Like, well, I will never too. not be able to, like... Well, that's interact it. with yeah. her. Yeah, it was yeah. running away. He's running away to a different country. I'm real pissed that my uh, theory, like one of my one of my theories, was that um, Maria came from money, but she came from like organized crime, like <laughs> money, because we know her family's from Mexico. So yeah. when, the, when he mentioned Mexico, I was like, Oh my gosh, she comes from not big mom boss family. No. Yeah, Bream's yeah. gonna be a drug mule. 
<laughs> I mean, I come on. That would have been funny. How hilarious would have been this entire time? Like, her dad is, like, some big, like, underground, like, cartel boss or something. I'm not going to lie. This got funny. the biggest eye roll for me because it made me think of... Oh, fuck it. It made me think of, like, Gafford and these visions to just move across oh, the country. To move. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. No, I I, th- I think June... I think June's right that he... You know, as long as he's here, he's going to be with Sheila in some sort of way. So... But now that she's approaching his fucking wife... Like, and he can't... Guy. Yeah, and he... Yeah, that too. Know, he has the choice to choose, like, to choose, and he's choosing Maria, so... He's not choosing violence. Um, you know, if he has to run away to do it, um, you know, he he's he's going. Is hang on? Can, is this is this a sweet thing that he's doing? No, no, you don't. I mean, do you not think that this is something? Because like the end of the episode is clear. Well, okay, that okay, true proof of that because. Do you you think, know, I mean, I think it had was well the opportunity. Though. I think it started off nice. No, but he had the nice. opportunity to not pick up the phone and call her. Yeah, but he did. He knew what was going to happen when he called her. Like, he took they, a look at her file and was like, hmm, okay. But that was also, like, clearly, I think that was also, like, yeah, I need to, I, I can't stay, like, clearly. I mean, he, he couldn't even, like, you're right. Like, he had the choice. Whether or not to like pick up the phone and call her, and then well, he didn't, he agree to meet her. her, and then agree to meet her, like he chose to do that, which I think, like, sort of, he's like, "Yep, confirmation. I can't stay here." <laughs> yeah, like he has to go. I gotta go. I got to go. Um, you had a note, June, about his okay, sweater. Well, this okay, is it just me, or is this his? Is this sweater that he is wearing? You know, at home. This is like oh, a ridiculous sweater, y'all. Is it just me or come on? Um, it looks it looks like a sports coat, but it's a cardigan. <laughs> it has like the lapels and shit. Like I don't understand. It seems uh, on par with some of the fashion choices of the show. Let me see. Hold just uh, come on, it, right? Like it. Cause at first, I was like, "Why is he wearing a sports coat like in his home?" And I was like, "Oh, I was like that. Lo- a sport coat looks weird." I'm like, "Oh, it's not a sport coat." I was like, it looks like one, but it's made of sweat. It's it's a cardigan. And I'm like, why? He's wearing a collared shirt underneath of it. But then, like, if you look, it's dark. Like, I'm looking, I'm, dark, I'm looking got, at it right now. Oh. It's got lapels, like, you know, like a sport jacket. And then it, it and then it buttons. It, but, it does button. It doesn't button. Yeah, it doesn't button all the way. It's really hard well, to tell. It's so dark. It is really dark. But it does have a collar. Um, yeah, I don't know why he's wearing the sweater. And you can see his yeah. um, tank top underneath the dress shirt. Yeah, it's just weird. I which I didn't notice. I was like, anyway, I was like, hey. It, it was a picture. Like, There's a picture the of some man in their, in their bedroom, it looks like. Isn't that? it his dad or something? I mean, I, that's what I would guess, but. Or wait, maybe this isn't their bedroom. Or is it Jesus? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess it could be Jesus. I don't. I don't know anything about Mormons. But yeah, I don't know what this um like Mister Rogers sweater is that's happening here. Maybe they wanted Mr. Him Rogers. To it's in here. 
At least Mr. Rogers, like the thing he wore, if this like was a different sweater. color, if this was a different, if this same exact sweater was in a different color, you could see Mr. Rogers wearing it for sure. He just wouldn't have the dress shirt underneath. Maybe he gets, yeah, maybe it's the dress shirt underneath that makes that gives it that like sports coat feeling or something, the sports jacket feeling. Yeah, I just thought it was weird. I wanted to bring it up. He just gets cold when he's home. I mean, there is a fire in their living room right now. So no, I mean wear a sweater, fine, but like that sweater, I just think is just beardly designed. He wears to the office, so like the very next scene, so he he's like, okay, we're gonna go, we're gonna we're gonna go to our um, land in Mexico and build a house and a community or whatever, and um, you know Maria's like, okay, great, and then we cut to him over at his office, shredding papers with a Watergate shredder which i thought was really fucking funny it's such a tiny shredder too that one was only do so many at a time that might be one of my favorite like visual gags because it's so subtle and so silly um but he's wearing the he's wearing the sweater to his office so yeah yeah no i mean he because it's at night it's not business hours no yeah he cash gotta use your watergate shredder at night you can't use it during the day no no the um, tiny, tiny shredder that was so tiny and small. Yeah. So he's like, I got to get rid of all my shady papers before I move to Mexico. So he he, he goes over there. Um, he looks at, we just, we kind of talked about this already, but he finds Sheila's file um, and picks up the phone to call her and tell her she's uh, leaving. And she basically can't stay away. begs him to meet her um and he's like fuck i guess i got to <laughs> jesus christ no nah, i guess i got to it's like i really like i this is not healthy this is no not good yeah. i cannot resist i i cannot stay away should not have done that but um we cut to danny real quick where he's basically like again rehearsing another rehearsing apology this time like oh i'm so sorry i made a terrible mistake they're trying to lead you to think that you know he's gonna call sheila like and confess that's not what fucking happens um so then nope. he cut what over funnier what happens is so much funnier it is we cut over to um the parking lot of uh sheila's office which i i did not know until they until they start making out um so because i i thought they were just like in a random parking lot i, I had no idea where they were um, oh, and you then, didn't. You couldn't tell that it was uh, her, the gym. No, no I, I, I don't. What? I, 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 that was a surprise to me that they were at the at her place. Yeah, I was like not paying attention to like the background or anything at all. Where I was just like, because they always met in that like in that hotel. So I don't. I thought that that was what because like she was like. Oh, they were in the parking lot of the CD motel. She doesn't hook up. Yeah, she does mention that, like, oh, you can come in, but it didn't, it still just went right over my head. Um, and so she is, you know, like, she gets into his car, and she's like, you know, so this is it. And he's like, uh-huh. Like, he's not saying a word. He's just nodding. Um, and she's like, you're really, you're going for good? And he's like, yep. And she's like, and you're never coming back? And he's like, nope. And she's like, so I'm never going to see you again. Like, just drawing this yeah. out as long as she possibly can. And then, you know, finally she starts crying and she's just, you know, and he's like, well, I can't turn you down when you're crying. So he, you know, 
uh, starts consoling her. And of course she's wearing a trench coat with like nothing underneath. So yeah. she's making out, like she drops on top of them. They start making out. Um, it's so ridiculous. Um, and then they hear something and he's just like, you're being burglarized, which I love that. Yes. The way he's so, he's so weird. He tries to be he's so formal all the time. Uh, man, he's, he's a weirdo. But, um, so then he has, he has a gun. Cause of course he does. Um, and they're like sneaking, you know, sneaking into the building. Like, you know, obviously like if somebody is robbing, you want to be careful um, so they're like sneaking in, they turn on the lights and they walk in on Danny and Fidelia having sex in the studio. Um, and that is where that so episode ends. They're just kind of all like, what the fuck? Oh. I mean, you know, Danny, God damn it, Danny, you ruined like, you know, they were just trying to get one last fuck and you ruined it. You did. He really did. You totally uh, just totally ruined it yeah so by that we reveal it's revealed that you know he wasn't trying to call sheila to say sorry he called it was calling fidelia to get her back instead because of course he did of course he's like oh shit you were at my place with underwear on and i let you leave like fuck yeah, yeah. like why would i do that no, no, no. damn it that or was my I just mistake i had this need to not be alone i, I was just gonna your... say that like I just whatever I'll like because my sister yeah and now I don't have anybody so, that's oh, absolutely what I want let's totally get back together because I totally have strong strong feelings for you that is a hundred percent what that was it was like uh, yeah my sister left me and now I'm alone and I really I don't want to be alone. alone because I don't know how to do that and I don't want to learn how to do that so how about we could just get back together Mm-hmm. Uh, and have yeah. sex at your place of employment. Yes, because that's, that's the place. Like no that's the place that. to do it. Um, yeah, you know, I'm never gonna run to issues I, with that. <laughs> yeah, um, I like who was watching Maya? Like, wh- where was she? Like, hmm, like she mom here and health. also dad's here. What? She went to the yeah, dropped her off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you got Paul, the guy he chased down to recycle the babysit. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you got that guy. Um Paul was right though. There were no no voices, no hallucinations um in this episode at all. So this is the first one I think that we've ever had that's had nothing in it as far as she, Sheila's stuff. She took some big swings too. <laughs> she really did. Dude, she, uh, she got laid into Carlos. I'm kind of uh, proud of her. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. <laughs> like just with everything, like it, like it, she's brave, you know. I mean, misguided with the Maria thing, but she still fucking took a swing. Yeah, she did it, and you know, she didn't. She didn't back down. She didn't. She didn't say like, "Oh, this was a stupid choice." You know, she just. She just did it. So and she didn't relapse. No, she did not. Um, yeah, so that is our episode. Uh, the next one we're going to review is episode nine. So this is the penultimate. And let me pull it up real quick. 
Like we never left. Uh, Maya forces Sheila and Danny to work together. Great description, Apple. Um, so only two more episodes left of physical forever. Forever. That's, that's really sad. Which is weird because I still don't see. Yes, I mean we did watch all of it, but like again, I don't really remember the finale. But it is. So not remembering all of it, though, it is, I'm still, like, I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, how do we end up, like, in 86 again, like, where we actually do, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> That's wild, man. So. All right. Wild ride. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. So I think that's, uh, that's it for that. Um, do we want to rate this? Yeah. yeah. Um, go ahead, Paul. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it a juicy. And I, I know this is kind of a controversial thing to say, but it's always been hard to really, to really view Sheila as kind of the hero of this. This is the episode, and this is this is the like you know the attic part of where I saw her as a hero of her story. Finally, like she overcame some shit. She didn't have the voice, and she didn't relapse. So like. It's weird how I finally got to a point where, like, hey, man, this is my protagonist, and I want to see her succeed. Because before, I was like, I really don't give a fuck. Like, you're kind of not that great. But it's kind of cool seeing her do these things and not do it in a completely, like, really, like, malicious way. Like, she was up front with Maria. Like, probably should have tried to sleep with Bream, but, hey, that's another addiction. So I don't know. But... I was I was happy. I was happy with I was happy with our girl Sheila, man. Like she's overcoming some shit and it seems like she's treading water. Awesome. Jim. Um, I get what you're saying and I I give this a crisp, but it's because again, like I think this is the big flaw with the whole Carlo storyline with how it was. Like you're supposed to see all this personal growth, and I think just the way and again, because again, this is just bad writing. Be, having their breakup be like basically what they end up breaking up though is her base just you know imploding, right? Like it's it's sort of it, it's similar to staying in a relationship with somebody that you don't want to be in a relationship with, but you don't have like you won't pull the trigger to break up with them. So it's sort of like. I've done this before and it's not, I'm not proud of having done that. And it's like a real cowardly thing to do, but you basically just make it where like you, the other person just ends up like being like, fuck it. Like I, I can't, I can't, you know, like you are mean and you don't have any time for me. And like, you're treating me like crap and you basically force the other person to end the relationship. So like, you don't have to, I feel like it's similar to how, like how she was doing this. And I thought it was sort of a, backstep in the growth that she had everywhere else in the episode like I agree with what all of you guys are saying and I think the misstep is how the Carlo storyline was handled like honestly I think it would have been better it honestly would have been better if it was just something where she was like I just I can't if she came to realization you know what I don't I'm not I'm not I'm never gonna fall in love with you and this is like a waste of your time like that sort of like being able to say like yeah this sucks it and like he's sad and whatever and she feels bad about it but it's like she saying like instead of just her purposely imploding so they do break up like I think it 
it would have been better in terms of the, the the consistency of the personal growth that she's going through. Like, I think where it falls short because, like, I just, I, I, I think that it would have been better if it was something like she just came to our own and was just like, you know what, They've done the Murphle thing and been like, you know what, we're done. I don't want to do this. I'm not going to waste your time or my time, you know, whatever, bye, instead of in a way to basically force him to be like, yeah, I'm out of here. Because I think that's exactly what she was doing. And that's never, that's not, I mean, again, I've done that. But I, I like back in one of my prior, like, I, I, I've done that before. And because a part of it, it's like relief because I didn't actually have to do the breaking up with the person because I was a coward. Like, I just didn't want to do it. Right. Like, it was a very cowardly thing to do and uh, a very selfish thing to do because I didn't want to have the burden of hurting someone's feelings. Yeah. And uh, what I should have done is like months before that finally happened, like before we finally broke up, I should have just been like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. So that's the only that that's my only thing is like, I, I think it just it was inconsistent with the personal growth that we're seeing. There are no voices. She's not seeing, you know, people she's not making up people in her life, criticizing her in place of the voices. So I think just that little bit of that sort of self-destructiveness I'm like that doesn't go with the whole personal growth storyline again and all of it has to do with like this is just the Carla storyline was just badly handled yeah I don't I mean I don't disagree with those points uh however that doesn't (laughs) this is not change my rating uh for this episode it is also for a juicy for me um you know I it's the road to recovery is messy and doesn't happen overnight. And so like, whereas she, I, I agree. She should not have done what she did. Um, and she should have been more honest, but I also think that this is like a more, um, realistic take on what her, you know, reinvention looks like or would look like rather than getting every, all of the things right. You know, it's like, yeah, she's going to be an asshole. Cause I mean, like she really is not like a, a great, like she, she has some grading aspects to her personality to put it nicely. And um, she has the ambition part that can make her, you know, a little bit ruthless. And that is really coming through in this, uh, in that, well, that scene, Um, but yeah, no, I, I, and I like this episode and kind of like where, like the way, the trajectory that it's heading in, um, you know, to, to kind of get us together for the last two episodes. Um, so yeah. And, you know, like the ending, I I love a good, you know, cliffhanger, like moment ending where we're like, Oh, um, it was so, it's just because, and because of Danny. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's fucking, like, I mean, dude. Having an affair or having a secret relationship with the, with your ex-wife's, like, personal assistant. And you decide to, yeah, you know where we should hook up? Let's hook up. Oh, which like is the business that my ex-wife owns? Like it just 
so stupid. Yeah, he really does do stupid shit. Like, it's Um, such a bonehead thing to do, which is why that scene is so funny, because you're just like, you're like, come on. Like, dude, seriously. In what universe was this ever across your mind? Like, oh, like, you know, this effect. (laughs) This kind of like a bad outcome. Yeah. Like how does that not cross your mind one time? Yeah, he he is just oh boy. Yes, he's Uh-oh. so oblivious. Danny. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Well, we're gonna find out what happens to him in two episodes. So um all right, that is it for our physical episode. Um we will catch you next week with episode nine. Um, that's our show for tonight and, uh, catch us next week. Um, I will hit you back with the contact information. Um, so you can send Good, us an email. I don't know it. What is our contact? Or like, maybe I should know that. <laughs> like and subscribe. Um, and all that nonsense. Um, all right. Bye guys. Bye. All right. Paul said he was, told me to do the sign off. So. Oh. That's why I did that. <laughs> I you didn't put it in the group chat, and I couldn't think of another way to like be like tell you real quick yeah. before. <laughs> it's like no, shoot. I mean, I, mean, right, I guess I'm just saying I wouldn't be. And the thing is, I wouldn't be able to. Are we still? We're not still recording though. I guess oh, he is still recording. See if I can, oh wait, I can stop.